when we were in um, America at the camp, I basically grew my beard. Wait, is that where you know Mike from? No, no we went to uni. You guys were at an American camp? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and you were on a lake. What? On a lake. Oh my God. <laughs> and we went through camper training, or counselor training. Yeah. Was there any like, okay... Mother. So there's this guy, right, called Jason Boyce. We no, um, they were like, watched, so there's this bear. I don't know right? if when we're going to do it for the podcast. I was going to save it for Let's that. just keep it going. Let's keep I'll it just going. Keep it James, going. What we, oh, hang on. James, where are we going? Say this, Bill! There we go, finally. You don't listen, Mike. Oh, wait, we've got a guest. Oh, we've got a guest. <laughs> we've we, we got a guest, and we're peeking like, fuck. I'll let you introduce the guest, because I don't know Mike's... Uh, we've got good Mike. This is uh, my murderous friend, Mike. We met at uni, and we uh, were talking about... Where went... Went to a camp, America, together. Mm-hmm. It's where you met um, Lexi, right? Yeah, which is where I met, where I, I, met I was there for a couple of years, and then um, just purely, not by skill or talent, purely by luck, uh, they put me in charge of the entire department. And they said, oh, do you want to hire anyone? And I was way over my head. I thought head. you were going to say about archery or something. No, no, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm no good. I, I specialised in screenwriting when I was at university. So nice. I suddenly had been in charge of the whole department. I was just like, Jesus. <laughs> so I called up Harvey and I said to him, look, I've got this job um, going in America. Do you want to come? And he was like, no, I can't because I've got a girlfriend and I've got a job. I don't think it's going to happen. What job was it? It was a job to go. Mike was basically like. No, no. What was your job at the time? Oh, filming and editing. Oh, I thought yeah. it was going to be the uh, TGI one. Or oh, no, no, like, no. I that... woke up and I was in France. <laughs> yeah, no, that was fine. Um, <laughs> no, that was that was pre-uni. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, then Mike called me up and I was like, um, oh yeah, I don't know. I, I just got this job, been here for like a few months or like three or, three or six months. Um, work, work were like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. Just take three months off and come back. I'm like, okay. And I called up my girlfriend. You must have been shit at that job. And his girlfriend's like, Actually, yeah, why don't you just fuck off? I called up my girlfriend. She's like, well, you just basically offered me my dream job and threw it back in my face. And then everything just crumbled away. So I called back Mike like two days later. I'm like, so it works fine. I'm single now. So it sounds good. And I hadn't called the guy from America. So he's like, is your friend in? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, and we talked about loads of stuff. We t- I was like, when he then accepts it, I was like, oh man, like we could go to Vegas afterwards and like go around California. It'd be great. And it's like one of those things, like when you say you're going to do it, you never did. And then two days before the place was ending, we were just sat there in the, the video suite trying to paint a picture it's like two stories and we close it all off because we're filming all the live shows that are going on so we just got a little area where we can edit and the parents can't interfere and all that and we were sat there and there were five six of us seven Mm. of us all like gathered around and long story short we basically were like sod it and booked flights to vegas we rented a car and we toured around california and we Uh, smartly got two people to book a flight to San Francisco. No, they booked their own flights. Oh, were they they already going there? Is is this when you guys went to the World's Fair and it was full of wigs? This is when we tried to get to the Grand Canyon and couldn't. Yep. Couldn't find it. Couldn't and we, fa- find and the we Grand yeah, Canyon. and we ended yeah. up in like some hellhole. Yeah, that Grand was like, Canyon trailer park. Yeah. Where no word of a like, lie. Like, what? T- tin 2001 Maniacs. Yeah, tin chat trailers. <laughs> and there were. Um, Just angry dogs there, everywhere. There was this, this dead tree that had bottles and cans on it. And then this like pit bull comes chasing out through this chain link fence. And we're like, well, this is death. But that wasn't the only horror trope that happened to us on this trip. No, there were numerous. We numerous... stopped to get gas. We did stop to get was gas. Was there a, one of the guys there that being like, don't go down that road? <laughs> yeah. 
this this is an unbelievably but completely true story. We realised because obviously we're 22, 23 yeah. at this point. Like we do not got much common sense about us. We realise as we're driving, shit, we have like no fuel left, <laughs> uh, and we are in the desert. It's so, like pitch black. Yeah, it's pitch black. It's at night time. We have been partying in Vegas for about five nights. We, me and Harvey shared a room together and we're just drinking Bloody Marys every morning. So it's a five-day hangover kicks in. Uh, we're all just living in this van and we basically find <laughs> a gas station. It was a people carrier. It was a people carrier. <laughs> uh, we installed it as like a van and we pulled into the only gas station we could find on the edge of a deserted highway in the desert. And I'm not exaggerating. There were three things around it. One was a the, the gas station store, which looked like it had just been murdered it was just black a cemetery black <laughs> and an old abandoned motel <laughs> and it was like this is obviously where universal come to film all their horror films on the same <laughs> lot and we were trying to get gas and it's one of those because there's no one there you had to like use your card and no one's cards are working because obviously there's, we're, no there. there's no one there no, there's there was no attendant yeah. Yeah, there's so no, it's no like attendant a, no, no, there's no attendant you're like where's the attendant and then you just look over at the graveyard well, and then so you're saying we that, looked over at the graveyard and there's a guy at the very top of the hill silhouetted walking back and forth <laughs> and, and as you get closer you can hear tiptoe he runs towards us so we panic and we get into the minivan and we're like go 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 get the hell out of here and we drive depending on whose perspective it's anywhere from five seconds to five minutes but we drive for a while until we hear you left me you left me (laughs) i was taking a piss (laughs) these guys fucking jumped in the in the car drove off i'm like motherfuckers (laughs) come back and leave with us killer I mean, it was probably someone just like jogging down and be like, hey guys, don't worry, I'm the attendant, I'll sort yeah. you out. But he definitely seemed like he was going to axe murder. I've seen enough horror movies to not wait around or say, let's split up. But we did leave and the, guy was just the like, comic relief behind. The guy behind. was just like, man, I really shouldn't have put the gas station in between the cemetery and the abandoned haunted house. And he like throws his hat down, yeah. jumping on it. Yeah, either that or he had a machete in his hand and just one tear coming down his face like the crying Indian. Just like, one day I'll get them. But so, this all leads to the fact that we did work at a summer camp together in America on a could lake. You, are you, were you already a Friday the 13th fan? I was. Oh, and man, that's it fucking happened amazing. to be Friday the 13th one night. And I did a night screening of, at that point it was new, the remake of Friday the 13th in wow, the woods. Kids. <laughs> uh, no, no, just with the counsellors. Oh, okay. And then afterwards, and we got in trouble because a number of the other counsellors had Jason masks and were wandering around and scaring the other counsellors. <laughs> but having watched it and then walking around a summer camp, knowing that they were friends of yours with the masks on, but it was still that next level kind of like a really budget secret cinema kind of thing. Uh, but it was freaking awesome. That's amazing. So, so cool. And in a place where you could easily meet a bear Yes. You're terrified of that already, yep. and then you see a Jason mask. But they are wearing a Jason mask. <laughs> like, oh god, he ate Jason. And then that ended maybe, up kind of becoming a bit of a tradition a where we started um, watching like horror movies. Then we started, and American Horror Story had just become like really popular, so we started watching the that. The current season is. In I haven't camp. seen it. I haven't seen, seen it yet either. But the game. opening intro for it. Have you seen the the credit anything, scenes? No, no. It's that synth wave eighties tracks <laughs> like. Because obviously right now like everything goes in circles. So right now the 80s is really popular with Stranger yeah, yeah, yeah. Things and everything else going on. Um, and then tapping into we're making an 80s slasher 
Friday the 13th S horror film Amazing. I was like I'm so want to watch all of it yeah I'm so in so missed the last speaking two speaking of which we're here to talk about Friday the 13th uh-huh. the reason this came up because normally we're, we're taking a break in our regular programming because normally you pick a good film I pick a shit film it, those weren't the rules it's just yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then I was like oh yeah Mike and I have just been very slowly over like the span of a year <laughs> trying to work through all the Friday the 13th with this grand plan that we do Friday the 13th, then Nightmare on Elm Street, and then I Freddy vs. Jason. I can't believe that James, of all people, hasn't seen either Friday the 13th or Nightmare Well, Nightmare I have. I just haven't seen the full... I can't wait like, till he gets to Dream Warriors. He's going to lose his shit. But have you seen all... You haven't seen... Um, I, have, I have only seen... Um, I was a bit of a pussy when I was younger, and I didn't like horror films for a really long time. In yeah. fact, when me and... Uh, uh, James died. I still know yeah. Miss Harvey. Yeah. So I'm going to call, call him Harvey. I'm going to call you Harvey. <laughs> I know Miss Harvey, you know Miss James. Just for those listening, it's the same person. That's right. My Batman instructor <laughs> calls me Jolly. Yeah. You are so, the first person that has two names, James. Yes. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. It's not like we're trying to make out there's more people around the table and one guy doing really You've got bad invisible impressions. Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, would, he was horror film obsessed. In fact, one of the ways I would describe Harvey to people that didn't know him is he's the guy that watched uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre whilst eating spaghetti bolognese. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so you and watch like on a like a side note when we went and saw uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Chris was like, "I love seeing films like that with you because as soon as he threw that can into that girl's face, I was just going." <laughs> <laughs> And that was the start of it. It was like, I didn't know that was coming. Like, yeah. But the, um, yeah, and I didn't like him. And then I studied them at uni and kind of liked him a little bit. Got into like the kind of like cheesy, campy ones. And then I couldn't tell couldn't tell you what's happened just over time, I guess, because I, of a teach film, just finding a new appreciation. So then all of a sudden I then just became obsessed and I've gone back over and just like started finding all the classics. And it's brilliant because I missed out on all of this. Yeah, yeah. So I always loved Scream. Um, but because mm. I found it funny and I loved how like postmodern it was and everything else, but now I've just been going through all of them and I just but I have a real tendency to like the the, the B movies, even though they became A movies, like the slasher movies. Yeah, I just yeah, think yeah. there's something endearing about them. So I have never seen up until last year any of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. And I watched the first one for Wait, the very so you haven't seen time. Dream Warriors either? Wait, no. you watched oh Nightmare on Elm Street without oh. me? I, before we agreed to this, <laughs> I watched the first Nightmare on Elm Street on duty with a load of students. And this well, is gone. I could not get over how well it stood up, even now. Yeah, like, it's the Blu-ray special redone edition, so I know a lot of the things have been like improved. But it does was that just dummy at the end still look bad. Yes, yeah. of course it does. <laughs> but I feel like it's still intentionally there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They could have redone that. But um, I, I was like, this is fantastic. Wait, so you haven't seen two? I have only seen Nightmare on Elm Street one. I have not seen the others. Who is the weakest? Yes. Well, that's not actually true. Four and five are the weakest. Three is so fucking good. Yes, a number of people have told me it's really <laughs> yes. good. And then it's uh, the last one, uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. It's supposed to be. Yeah, because it's supposed to be. Everyone's told me. I feel like I've seen New Nightmare. New Nightmare set in the real world. Yes, because it was his uh, film before Scream, before he then went over to make that kind of like self aware kind of movie. Mm. At the time, I hated Scream because I was just like, it's clearly a comedy. And I remember everyone at school being scared of it. I'm like, but it's a joke. Like, it's a comedy making fun of all these films, and you don't. You don't watch those films and you don't get it. You're all idiots. Yeah. But then, and now I'm like, oh, it's pretty good though, isn't it? And yeah. the score is awesome. And then Scary Movie came out and people were like, oh, oh they, yeah. they made an awful comedy about a 
Personally, I think the original Scream is, I would still say it's horror. But then as you go later on, you cannot like say satire. that Scream 3 is not a comedy when you yeah, have Jay and Silent Bob showing up. Yeah. 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 Literally showing up. And the fact that they've built the set. I actually love 3 because they've built this. Wait, all being wait. good, even 4. Wait, um, did Jay and Silent Bob turn up in 3? Yeah, yeah. They're characters as themselves. They're outside Miramax because, Studios. Because that happens, obviously, in Jay and Silent Bob. Yes. Fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's like a in-world thing. So yeah, Scream they're, they're is technically like, in the same like universe as Jay and Silent Bob. Just like popping up in different <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I love it because they build, they're making a movie of the incident that happened. So they've built her house. So in the film, she's on a film set and she runs into her bedroom from the first one and has to like escape a film set. And I was like, this is really fucking cool. Mm. There's a bit like the, the typical twisty ending, like, ah, oh, which originates, of course, from psycho but then repopularized in friday the 13th with the reveal of the killer being not who you expect so i watched friday you're the 13th. talking about in um in jason takes manhattan where he lifts up his mask <laughs> and scares the guys with the, 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 the boombox i uh i no, watched uh, the first one the other day with my missus like i said cause I, before recording i was saying she has seen many friday things the friday the 13th and i asked her beforehand what do you know about Friday the 13th? And she's like, not much. I was like, do you know who Jason Voorhees is? And she's like, is that the guy with the hockey mask? I was like, that's all I need to know. So then when Pamela walks out and starts saying her exposition, well, before she even reveals she's a killer, she's doing all the exposition about Jason. And my missus is like, why is she standing around fucking talking? They're going to get killed. And then when she goes outside and it's revealed that she's the killer, she's like, hang on, what? And I'm like, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It's not Jason. No, absolutely. It's because it of Alice Scream that used to piss me off so much. Yeah, because it because does spoil Because of Scream, people are like... I had a funny thing. I had... Although it's not a twist, though. No, it's not a twist. <laughs> it's not. It's just a misdirection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Um, I had the same thing with a friend of mine that had never seen Terminator 2. He'd only seen Terminator 1. I told her, I, me and Joe watched 1 and 2 the other day, and at the exact moment where Arnie went, Gadam, she was just like, what? And I I'm know. like, yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> and, I rem- and I forgot that that's a thing, that people don't know that anymore. It's like yeah. six cents, someone okay. going, he was dead? You're oh, like, oh wait, my God, oh, you oh, didn't oh, know oh, that. So I was like, there's no way she's oh, not going to know, Spoiler. because the T-1000 is so evil and the music's like wow yeah. when he shows up but she didn't clock it and then i was just like then we watched six cents right and i stupidly <laughs> said that uh, the twist of the film was really famous but i didn't say what it was so she was like okay so there's a twist so the second that the little boy is like i see dead people and they don't know they're dead she goes bruce willis is a ghost and i was like fuck if i hadn't have said anything she wouldn't have known you'd that say film his career's not that well. bad in fact i think it's the reason why everyone yeah i, think. I that's why I think the film became so famous but as well. But it's still good. Because it was it spoiled for everyone. Up. Well, that's why the director got so famous. Yeah. And then... M. Night Shyamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalamalam
I feel like they touch on later that he definitely touches kids. But at a certain point, Freddy you are on Freddy's side because <laughs> he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's a child molester. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty much oh, yeah. Up. Yeah, but yeah, Freddy, Freddy is like straight out child molester. That doesn't happen with Jason. Though. No, no, no. no, 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 no but Jason. I mean, but, by, but, but Jason, Jason is, is like, the... he's the hero of the films. Yeah. Is but, what I mean. Yeah. But Jason has that childlike innocence about him. That's how he gets tricked in the fourth one. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that kind of sense. In the and second and one, the second well, one the, where she pretends to be his mum. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 of course. I yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. So I love. Obviously, seen the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. I have not. Are you? Do you care about spoilers for that? Uh, yes, I would because I we are going to go through okay. the Nightmare on Elm Streets, and I have done well to not know anything that happens in any of them. Okay, cool. we're going to watch the remakes after we watch the Freddy vs. Jasons. Yes. Let's, let's just say it, it, it's not good. Yeah, and they which is a shame stuff, because the actor bad. they picked for him, the uh, Rorschach from Watchmen, I was like, what fucking great casting! But yeah, it's apparently still bad. So no, it, it's I. If you don't, I won't say why it's not bad, but it's it's just it was such a letdown. Yeah, well, I figured when they they uh, they don't make any more, you're gonna pretty much be given that it's a bad film. Yeah, but I still want to see yeah. it. Although they haven't made any more Friday the Thirteenth, just because the rights are a mess. Yes, yeah, it so is what, indeed. Yeah, what's behind going on you because you can't visually see on the podcast. Is the box set, and it's the box set that you get. Um, it's the only box set you can James buy. Is bringing you can't it like see it. Right. James is bringing it yeah. like you can. You can. You can hear them. It is the only box set you can buy that has like all of those. Yeah. Because Jason goes to hell, so that's one to eight. Because Jason goes to hell, and Jason X were different studios that got the rights. But even though they got the rights, so that's, uh, no, no, that's, that's Jason X and then Jason goes to hell. Um, See, this is interactive yes. with uh, all the nice sounds. With uh, Pathé, even though they got the rights, and don't I don't quite understand how this works, they didn't have the right to call it a Friday the 13th film. Yeah, they kept the rights to the title Friday the 13th, Paramount did, and they got all the rights to the characters. So that's why you but, get Jason uh, Goes to Hell Jason and Jason films. X. These idiots, when they made this, were like, well, let's disregard everything in the past anyway. Let's basically not have Jason in it. Yep. Yeah. This is where it started going bad. Well, th that yeah, Jason, Jason is in this one. That oh, one, yeah, no, but what I mean is he's in it for sense. like two minutes. Yeah, that one didn't make any sense because that, that's the one where he, it's the second time he's gone to a morgue, but this time he's exploded. Body. Oh, of course, yeah. yes, it's someone so other it's character, the, yeah. The, the, um, I remember now. The, yeah. the dude who's dissecting or, or working or whatever goes over Ethan. and picks up his heart and decides to take a bite out of it. Mm hmm. And then he becomes possessed. Yes, you're right. So I was watching something today that's about her new line fucked up Friday the 13th basically and it was Sean S. Cunningham who made the first one produced the first one getting the rights back and apparently one of the first thing he said was because he'd never watched the sequels was get rid of that fucking hockey mask which is like hold on that's the most iconic thing about Jason yeah, yeah it's one of the most iconic because uh, it gets mistaken all the time even, yeah. even recently um, oh I've forgotten her name I hate when I do this uh, Laurie Strode um the actress yes the actress Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis even yeah. in a recent one they were like oh what's it like being chased by the guy with the hockey mask and she says that's the mm -hmm. wrong film darling and it's like even to this day people still know even if they haven't seen Friday the 13th they still think of the hockey mask it's yeah. become iconic so it's just so weird it's not in it till the third one yeah, yes. yeah. we found that so strange when we yeah. were watching did James it, we were like, ever tell you about one? when he sent me a single frame 
He was like, guess what I'm watching? And yes. it was a yo-yo coming yes, towards the screen. Yes, because we were together when he did it, because we were watching <laughs> yeah. them together. It was, and and uh, that apparently was uh, took something like 72 takes to get right. Wow, Because really? they oh have to God. hit the mark perfectly yeah, yeah, yeah. every time for the 3D. I was so happy. Wow. I was like, Friday the 13th, part three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I love I loved how they just rubbed that in your face. I mean it had like some of the best kills. Like it had the like the harpoon shot was just fantastic. Well let's do it. Let's go through the, start. let's start through them. So obviously the iconic original Friday the thirteenth. So when you watched the first first one, did you know that it wasn't Jason? I yeah, I already knew it because I'd I'd seen it years back. Oh okay, I got you. Um, so I I watched this again the other day. When I was a kid, the, the end scene where he comes out of the water used to make me jump every time. Then when I watched it again the other day, I'm like, how did that make me jump? Because it's so slow. Like, there's no, like, it's not but like you a jump. But they don't be- expect it. It's yes, totally but it's unexpected. also because uh, when this film came out, a lot of those cliches still... It's so weird. But then the other ones aren't. So, like, a lot of those tropes weren't popular at that point like horror at this stage was starting to become mainstream it's starting to generate like big money obviously psycho did really well in their other films but i feel like by that point probably when you'd seen it you hadn't seen a huge amount of horror movies yeah, yeah. and because a lot of thrillers really yeah I and must so have watched them in order as well so i probably didn't know that jason was i think i mean i must have known who jason was I can't. I honestly, it was so long ago that I watched these. Like, I watched them as kid, like a kid. Lee, Lee was basically raised. Upon yeah, them. I was a hundred percent raised on me. I, I still remember. I don't. I think it's from two. It's two. The one with the guy in the wheelchair. Yes. Yeah. So there's a bit where oh, he, Jason the kills him and he goes down the stairs. Yeah. I don't know if it's in part four, but they show all the kills and that. And like, yes. Redone. Yes. It's yeah. Yeah. It's motion. the first. It's uh, fr- uh Friday the thirteenth. Um which is just called uh, Friday the 13th Part 3 and then Friday the 13th The Final Tractor, they begin the films by showing all the kills of the other movies. Nice. Like a kind of Cause like... Because they, they actually all carry on the next day, right? Yes. From yeah. two, I believe. Because there's a, there's, a, there's a gap in one and two because she kills her... There's like a two-month gap between these two. Because then one of them definitely picks up the day after and it's um, not Friday the 13th. Because it's... That, that... The one where he... Three, he dies in the barn, and four starts with him coming out of the barn, right? Yes, I believe so. Or in so, the yeah. morgue. He gets yes, up yeah, in yeah, the morgue. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a direct follow through. Because he gets the axe in the head, which is why Jason's now got the... Which yeah. is on none of the... It's the same with um, New Blood like and Jason Takes Manhattan as well. They, they follow directly yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. behind each other as well, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. But, the, um, but the, tr- the, 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 the twist at the end of him coming out, that was like... You know, usually horror films didn't end on that kind of note. That's why, and I and I honestly believe, because um, when you look at the film, apart from the practical effects, like the obviously the really famous um, like Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon so kill, that looked great on VHS. Obviously, it doesn't hold up in a better quality because you can see the next different <coughs> colour. Yeah, yes. not so good and, on a fifty-five inch TV. Yeah, we watched it on uh, Now TV the other day, and the and the starter picture before you click on it, is the picture of him getting the spear for his oh, neck. Oh, God damn it. And I'm like, I said to my missus at the time, I was like, look how bad it looks now because you can see that next, it's like he's done his foundation wrong. Yeah. And then when the film started, I said to her, who do you think the final person's going to be? Like, once all the characters are introduced, and she was like, I think it's going to be Kevin Bacon because he's the famous one. <laughs> and I'm like, but you saw the picture of him getting stabbed in the neck. And she's like, oh, then it's the girl who likes drawing pictures. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel like she doesn't know, she doesn't know film very well. <laughs> Yeah. She got it after I was like, but you saw that he was already dead. There are still films from this era as well where the trailers, you know, like when you'd get like the, I love trailers before movies. I'm mm. so pissed off when you put a DVD and it goes straight Man, to VHS it. VHS is fucking annoying. What, but there are, yeah, loved it. Wait, but, have you seen Monster Squad? Yes. 
No. <laughs> God damn it, James. But there are uh, films at the beginning where I have seen them where they show trailers for the film you're about to watch. Holy shit. And a oh, film fuck. like Friday this. the 13th Doing has the done recap. that has like numerous times. Like, on the DVD it doesn't, but I really wouldn't be surprised if on the VHS copies there are like like Friday the 13th. Out cinemas now, Friday the 13th Part 2. And it's just like shows you the trailer <laughs> of the sequel before you've even watched the original. So I actually, I went back and I was re-watching through all the trailers for this. I think I got to about six and I gave up. But for the first trailer, they basically start and they count. They show every person that dies and they show a big number. It goes 1 through 12 and they show Friday the 13th. And the second one, they pick it up and they're like 13, 14, 15 and they keep counting up in the second trailer. I'm like, okay, that's awesome. Um, and the third one, also, they, I think they count through again. Yeah, sorry, people die. I think they count through it again. But like, it seemed like in each movie, 12 people were being killed. There's and the survivor was the 13th. No. No, it definitely felt that way. But there aren't. At least the first few. It would be good if, like, I mean, which one? uh, Jason lives where he lets the kids live. Basically, so today I think it came out today. But one of my favorite things I listened to. uh, How did this get made? They announced at the end of each episode. They announced like the next film they're going to do, and they were like, "The next one is Jason lives." And I'm like, "Hold on, the whole premise of your show is that you review shit films, (laughs) and you're saying that Jason lives is shit. No, Jason lives is amazing." And also, I was I was telling James before we started recording. I listened to it this morning. It was getting so fucked off. And at the end, I at the end of their intro, I paused it to see how long it was. They spent twenty minutes trying to understand the concept of Jason. And I'm like, it's not that hard. They were like, so he dies as a boy. And I'm like, no, he doesn't die as a boy because you see him as a man. He dies in four. He's not in five. Then he comes back to life for because no- <laughs> electricity in six. six. It's not yeah. that hard. And they were like, and then in six he gets cut open by like a like a propeller, and then he gets up and he's fine. He must have Wolverine healing, and I'm like, I mean he does, but it's never really in the films. It's never so the words until the until Friday uh, Freddy vs Jason, I'd argue, because Freddy stabs his fucking eyes out, and then he gets back up and they're fine. So I'm like, it is in the films. But it's never actually, we've watched all of them and it has never said the word voodoo at any point. No. No, that's 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 implied in the second one though. When you go in, there's like a voodoo shrine. But it's, and and maybe it's that kind of subtlety or maybe it's because the filmmakers were just like, who cares? They never explained it. Literally, who cares? (laughs) Yeah. Because they saw what happened to um, uh, Halloween when they tried to explain Mike Myers with the curse of Mike Myers. Because Mike Myers isn't fucking explaining because he's Mm. just a man. Yeah. There's a great bit in Halloween, you know the bit when she's in the toilet and he knocks on the door and she's like, someone's in here. And then he says, and he drops the teeth of yeah. the attendant he's facing. It's very cool. Um, but the original Friday the 13th is, is a classic and it has that very famous twist. Well, not twist, misdirection, I should say. But I went to uh, Comic-Con, as I was saying earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which one was it? Was it the Manchester one? No, it was the London Film and Comic-Con uh, in July. That I went to. Oh, because he. I know for a fact Kane Hodder's here in Manchester now. He, he seems to do all of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, but Kane work. Hodder, the actor from Seven, Eight, Nine, and Ten, and C.J. Graham, the actor that played Jason in Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, they did a free uh, like Q and A and everything else, and they were saying that the kid from Friday the Thirteenth is now in a rock band, and his rock band is called The First Jason. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and they're like, technically, he is Jason for 
five seconds, but he is the first yeah. actor to have played Jason. And I thought that was really kind of cool. And they're all pissed off because Kane Hodder is the actor that's played him the most yeah, yeah. in all the I films. I thought he was in six until you said that. No, no, it's seven, eight, nine, and ten. Uh, but up until that point, um, yeah, it was played by a different actor. And then they kept Kane Hodder on and then he got screwed over with ten. But Friday the 13th, uh, yeah, it's great. It's and it's great. and it now it's such become such an iconic thing. Like there's certain things that obviously horror films do, like the look in the bathroom mirror, close it, it's behind you. Yeah, yeah. It just feels so obvious now mm. to set a horror film in a summer camp. There was there was an amazing shot in it, which I picked up on when I watched it the other day, which I thought was great. You know when they break into the house? Uh, sorry, not they break into the office and then while while they break in the camera goes up. And f- instead of following them, it follows with them, but it's following along the phone line. And when they get to the phone line, it's not working. You see that the phone line's been cut. Like, nice. that's just fucking awesome. They took their time yeah, with it. The it first really one is well a well-polished movie. They put effort into the kills and everything else. They there had was good one bit, There was one bit where I was like, ooh. Uh, they kill an actual snake in it. And I was like, ooh. You we wouldn't did let that slide. Na- yeah, I know. But you, did we, have, did not, we do Cannibal Ferrell's as well? No, not yet. We, that would not slide these days. You can't kill real animals on foot. And I know it was low budget, yeah. but I was just like, oh shit. I was watching yeah, it with the no. missus who's also vegan being like, oh man, I forgot. <laughs> completely forgot that happens in there. But I mean, yeah, the, the ending's completely iconic. Like That's the whole reason why the film was sold. Because otherwise they, they wouldn't have picked it up. Scare, right? uh, jumps through the window, which they copy again in Remake, which is directly underneath it. Yeah, they, 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 they do, because obviously that's... And I think that's why it did so well, was people were like, oh, you've got to stay till the end, you've got to stay till the end. And that's, you know, this is before the internet, yeah. where it wouldn't be up on YouTube like the day before somehow yeah, yeah, it's yeah. being spoiled. So everyone went to go see it to get that kind of scare, and it probably scared them and everything else. Yeah. But when you look at it, okay, yeah, maybe you could put down the popularity of it because Friday the 13th is the longest running horror series. There are more Friday the 13th films in Friday the 13th than any other horror movie, although Saw is getting close with the new Jigsaw movie that God, came it out. Shouldn't. The uh, last one it's was about just 10 awful. movies, but obviously Friday the 13th is on uh, 12. Not 13, ironically. It's That's on 12 a, yeah. movies. Uh, well, yeah, you've got 1 to 10, then you've got the, the remake, and then you've got... Well, there's only one Freddy versus Jason. Oh, is there only one? Oh, I'm one. thinking of Freddy vs. Predator. Yeah. Um, basically, same film. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, right. But um, I, I do think that these horror films get made because of how well the first one is. So The Conjuring, great film. And then they've gone on and made like The Nun, the Annabelle, The Daughter, mm. The Doorknob in the Corner that was haunted, like yeah. all this kind of crap. But usually number one is what sets it. And when you look at Friday the 13th, it does. It is dated, yes, but it is still a good, it like, is a no, good film. It's a good film. Of- that's is... the thing I miss. Like the atmosphere of all the ones set in the camp is fucking awesome. awesome. It feels awesome. um, Tom... classic when you watch it. It's like Jaws. Yeah, Jaws yeah. doesn't hold up anymore. But if you go, well, it does. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. But if you watch it, people are like that's not scary. It's like it might as well be a PG now. It's like yes, but if a horror film's job is to scare you, then in my opinion, Jaws is the most successful horror film ever. Because even if you're in a bath and someone goes dude, um, you freak out. Yeah. yeah. Um, my brother's someone's my... like. Ch- you're like, why are you in my fucking bathroom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my brother still won't swim in the sea because of Jaws. 
So he watched yeah, it in junk, yeah. He's like, yeah, no, I'm no, done. He's just a, he just loves James Bond. has Bond. that psychological like that effect. Freak. <laughs> but there is something about, because like, obviously, as we said, American Horror Story is covering... Um, yeah, I know, right? American <laughs> Horror Story is covering... Um, is doing like a, a Friday 13th version, a kind of 80s nostalgic at the summer camp. The, the setting of the film is like, oh, this is where it comes from. It feels classic. It feels like a, you yeah. know, this is a classic It's a horror familiar, yeah. familiar like, yeah. but environment. what is crazy is it feels classic, but what it's best known for when you think of Friday the 13th is the hockey mask yeah. that isn't in it for another two films. I, yeah. was say, I was saying to Joe when I was watching this the other day, it's obviously a lot of it is... POV, and that's when she was like, "Okay, so this is the killer." When she gets into the car and start, because she's like, "It's POV, and you don't see the person." Two has a lot of POV, mm-hmm. and then it reveals it's a man with a bag on his head, and you're like, "Why were you POVing it if you don't see his face?" And then three's like, "Fuck it, he's got a hockey mask on now." And you're also, just gonna see him all and also time. we're going to show his face every now and then. Yeah. Well, no, three was is when he shows the film. Like yeah, but he literally he has had like the whole point of it. Obviously, he's found it. He's ashamed of his face, so he hides in. It. It's supposed mm. to be grotesque. And in every movie when he has the mask, they have a way of revealing the face underneath to yeah, show yeah. that it's all gross and messed up because that's yeah. what people want to see. You know, the, the unmasking of the well, killer. They, they take Shut, his mask no, off in no, two and you don't see it and you think he's dead and then he smashes through the window and you see his face. Briefly, yeah. yeah. But in the, thir- in the third one when he actually has it, they were like, oh, we've got to show his face. How do we show it? And just randomly, completely out of character for no reason, the guy literally just picks up his, picks up his mask and goes, so and puts his mask back down. Oh, yes, he does. And, and so just like, why did reason, he do that? There's a reason for that, apparently. So the whole thing in three is this girl was like, had like these horrible flashbacks of being like followed around the woods by this guy. And then she goes to this lake to be like, I'm going to go back to the scene of the crime and I'm going to like, and try and relive my experiences so that In I can 3D. yeah exactly so I can so I can get over it and then her mates are like cool we'll go with you and we'll take loads of drugs and we'll help you through this difficult time in your life and then at, in that last scene he shows her that it was him that was the one that was tormenting her previously okay apparently that's it apparently that's it but uh, Friday the 13th starts really uh, part 2 starts really well because it's like it picks up two months later and it is Jason which going after her and getting revenge and Mm -hmm. killing the lead from the first one which if I remember rightly is actually I think the same actress yeah same actress and it's a big thing like you've had a massive film a huge success and it's not like through contract reasons like Aliens and Alien 3 where they just like oh we can't afford to pay you you're not in the film you died Hicks in the plane crash or whatever like they actually purposely were like we're going to kill off the only surviving cast member and it's like that's that's a good step. That's, that's a big step. Move. And it would and okay now it's like well it's no big deal. But that would have been a big film. It would it's the equivalent of Drew Barrymore in Scream. You know it's it's a big thing mm. to kill off your lead in that opening. It's like I didn't see it coming because I hadn't seen part two when we watched it, and I just assumed that she would be in it all the way through. Yeah, surviving, and yeah. she dies quite horrifically as well. And you're yeah. like damn okay. And then he so, leaves his mum's head in the fridge, or does he leave her head in the fridge? Or it must be hers. I remember the second one, uh, I watched all of these through with my mum at one point, and the second one made her jump when at the start the cat comes through the window. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I remember thinking, mum, you're so pathetic. But there's a bit, I can't remember, I just found myself, I can't remember which one it is, but it made me jump when they had established a shot of the house, like, uh, and it was like, <laughs> there was a tiny window at the top, and there's all these other windows and shit, 
And there's a bit when somebody goes over to that window to look out, and Jason smashes through the window, and it made me jump because I'm like, "There's no way he'd get up there." Then it comes to a shot of the outside, and he's just hanging onto the side of the house, and I'm like, "How did he fucking get up there? It's yep. so good." But yeah, like, um, but the second one is the bag over the head, um, doesn't, which is also pretty fucking yeah. disturbing. It is like, disturbing. Yeah. Does he only have one eye hole as well? Yeah, yeah. it's just ah, which it's when she kisses it. herself under the bed as well, and that's how I mean, and he walks out of the room, but then he's actually hiding on a chair. <coughs> that, that explains the three D. He's had one eye, the, oh. like throughout the whole of two. And he gets that second perspective. Yep. So Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> Part Three eyes. is Friday the Thirteenth in three D. And it's it's just excellent. This, this is where so I, we, I mean I've really enjoyed this. We both love like laughed our whole way through, but we get introduced to Tommy. Is it Tommy? No, Tommy's in four. Tommy's in four. No, Tommy it's starts Chris in McGovern three. In four. No, no, no. Tommy starts in four. Tommy starts <sighs> in four. Tommy's in four, five, and six. Henry the Pantaline. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Three's three's where he gets I his think mask, I would and three's five. where they have the bi- bikers. Yeah. I would argue five yes. is the first time the the continuity is wrong between the, the yes. next film because Tommy goes to kill someone at the end of five and then they're like that never happened well that that's what we were going to I was going to come up to you so three is obviously the famous 3D and everything else and mm. now it's tacky and it's kind of funny and by this point you're kind of like oh they're a bit meh but I thought Friday the 13th 4 which is originally titled Friday the 13th the final, the final chapter because they intended to end it is is my favourite one out yeah. of all of them because you have Tommy played by Corey Fieldman who's like mm-hmm. a special effects makeup and you've got Based the on cool Tom house Savini? I believe so yeah. Yeah, yeah and you've got the cool um, you know the, the typical setting but they've kind of changed it a little bit and it's like a family living on the lake and this but the ending spoilers for anyone listening is obviously famous for the kid runs upstairs and he puts the makeup on shaves his head and then he goes downstairs and acts like Jason which throws Jason off and then at that point they then kill Jason and he mm. gets away but the best thing about that film is right at the very end he's in hospital that kid and he's rocking back and forth on the bed and obviously now he looks like Jason because he's done the makeup yeah, yeah. and if I remember rightly like you just get a vibe I can't remember what it is whether it's the way he looks or he's holding something or he picks something up but you get the idea of holy shit this kid's so traumatised by what he's done he's actually going to become Jason that's he, all, that's he what we definitely thought. Jason falls onto the knife. I remember that. He fucking chops him up, right? Because yeah. there's that slow motion bit of Corey mm. like, ah. Yeah, yeah. And he murders yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he's, yeah. he's traumatised by what he's done. And they suggest that, crap, he's going to be the killer. And, and that, then... I forgot that. Because in 5, they like, Tommy's going to be the new Jason. But they set it up in the one before. Yeah. And they, oh, but yeah. I guess the whole point of 5 is that you think it's Tommy, yeah. right? Yeah, and then so in, yeah. uh, in, in Friday the 13th, Part 5... Yeah. The new beginning, because they're like going to make it, it's Tommy, traumatised what he's done, goes to that uh, outreach programme, which starts with a really bad death. It's just randomly that, that guy. That is probably the most violent death in Friday the Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's just a fat ra- guy getting chopped up and then you see his body. Yeah, and he just gets yeah, you killed. You want some candy, that guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. just like, wow, Joey, this is... Just gives Joey, an who's the there, bed. he's just like pissing off the guy that like, just... Axing up a log, yeah, yeah. And he gets chopped a bit, and she then the he's back, and it's this kind of suggestion of this guy's having flashes of Jason. It's, but it's very obvious. It's made very obvious because at the start they kind of play with that idea of is Jason back or has Tommy gone insane and is he Jason? But it's it's something happens. Can't remember what it is, but it's like Tommy sees him a murdered victim or something like that, and you realise oh it's not that, which is a shame because mm, yeah. they could have played on that a lot more. That but it actually turns out to be it's the paramedic 
of who was actually of his Joey, son. Yeah. There's a nice uh, Basil exposition moment where the guy's like, well, it turns out it was yeah, his yeah, son yeah. all along. And he went crazy when he realized his son had been murdered. He so he, he put on the mask so that he could pretend. It's a real kind of like Scooby-Doo kind of fucking thing. Literally, there's but, uh, a shot where he's laying on that thing dead and that hockey mask has come off, but the rest of the fake mask is still on. <laughs> yeah. like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, it's but just it makes like, it it's like it's the only one where he's got... Oh, I think that's the one where he reaches through the window mask. and he couldn't have got up there. <laughs> Is. That's the one where he's got, he's got blue, the blue, blue stripes yeah, yeah, yeah. and the mask, yes. so and it's like a lot wider. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, so it looks kind of weird. I wonder why they went for that choice. It's so out of place in in context. Yeah, but it's a shame because the 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 final chapter I really really enjoyed. The acting's yeah. really solid. The kills are really good, and yeah. that ending. Which, oh mate, Chris, Crispin Glover getting the machete to the face yeah, is awesome. So great. No, Crispin Glover is not in the final chapter. I, yeah, he is. No, he's not. Chris the Glubbin is in um, New Blood. I'm going to pretend like I know who actors no are as Yes, he is in the party. Yes, it is. New Blood. He's in, he's in the party where the girl next door has telekinetic powers. He, Kristen Glubber is in Friday the 13th nah. Part 7 New Blood I may be wrong I'd like to be proven wrong but I think I'm right mate sorry uh, I'm 100% certain he's in he's in 4 and so it is Friday the 13th Part 4 are you sure? yeah he takes a machete to the face in it look at him it's 100% 4 Friday the 13th he, because by 6 they started cutting the violence out which is a devastating I could have sworn he was in the house with the um when it's the um, <clears throat> when it I could have sworn it was in the house party Crispin Glover yeah you're right because it's Corey Feldman's briefly in it Friday yeah they're, they're in the house the they're chapter. in the house party I mean there's a house party in like all of them yeah of course it does that doesn't it no there's like, oh the one with the lake um, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the one with Jason in it yeah I could have sworn it was the one my apologies well well remembered well then even better then because Christopher Glover's character is freaking great so another yeah. reason why I love Friday uh, the final he's chapter he's such a fucking good nerd in yeah it. he's so yeah. fucking good <laughs> Uh, you can't help but kind of like what think of Back to the Future when you see that he's the same character but the end of the final chapter I thought was really cool and the new Halloween film again spoiler warning um, with the new one has that in fact you earmuff as well because you haven't watched it I'm going to earmuff yeah uh, is that a suggestion when she's on the truck and the, the daughter's like kind of looks a bit insane and she's holding the butcher's knife and it's like shit is she going to become the new Mike Myers yeah, yeah. Like, because of what she's been through and it's kind of hinting that and I thought I hope they do that Better than they Am did on Friday the 13th. Yeah. yeah, you're I good. I feel like I heard but the word the, Trump. I, I just think, I thought the film was great. It's kind of everything you remember. Jason is Jason 100%. He has got the mask. He's established. It's the same setting, but the story's good. The acting's good. And there's some really cool kills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the Friday the 13th, when you say to someone, like, describe Friday the 13th, you're probably thinking closer to the final chapter. Yes. Yes. Like, which is strange because having never seen that, those are the type of things. Besides, like the, the the Kevin Bacon kill and like a bunch of Tom Savini's like original makeup and special effects. Like I think of the hockey mask. I think of like everything but else he, that he does in it. Am I right in thinking he hasn't got the machete yet in four? He does. He definitely has a machete no. in six. He has this machete yeah. in four. Okay. I'm almost convinced. I, th- I think it's that typical. He picks it up later, but he does have a machete at some yeah, point yeah. in the final chapter. That's what I mean. He's that's when he's Jason. Yeah, that's when he's established. Wait, so you're no? Is your Jason he the has... undead Jason? My yes. Um, <laughs> the, I'm just trying to think which is the one where it has. I think it might be Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, where you've got. If it's the fourth one, then it just solidifies it. The um, the guy doing the handstand and Jason 
Yeah, splits him in half. Yeah, splits him in half. Yeah, that oh, is, man, that's, that's that got to be four, four right? That's right? in the same house yeah. party. That's the guy that's like obsessed with like jokes and shit. Yeah, right? yeah. the fight. So, in which case, he uses um, uh, uh, machete. machete. Oh man, that kills awesome. <laughs> yes, it is. It's my second favorite kill in the wait, entire. Wait, what's your first favorite kill? Uh, should we wait till we get it, or do you want to know it now? Oh, just should... tell me now. Okay, so even though loads of people hate it, I freaking love Jason X. Is it the freezing? It is of the, the freezing face. of the face. <laughs> it is head in liquid nitrogen, picks it up, slams it in, and you see the whole head break up. Shatter. It is just. I know lots of people say it's the sleeping bag kill and everything else, where he just picks it up and breaks it back. And like, obviously, that's a cool kill. But I just thought, like, that's just like. Okay, so, so that's another case of the the film being butchered by those points. Because in in the, the original sleeping bag kills like one hit, but yeah. in the work print versions, which you can find on YouTube, it's multiple hits until the bag is bloody. Uh. It's so di- it's so annoying that the late because four is probably yeah you're yeah. right the is best because they the keep all the violence in. Yes, if, is it as good as Night of the Demon sleeping bag kill? I don't even remember that. Picks up and just spins oh, around. It's clearly got no people in it. <laughs> I've got to check which Friday the 13th it is with the... Uh, the split. With I'm the pr- split. I'm pretty sure that's four. So I was saying to James earlier as well, I didn't like that in Freddy vs. Jason they added that Jason was afraid of water because there's so many times he's in the water that I, it's like, To be no. fair, he's been killed by... No. Or he was arguably never killed, killed, by. Arguably killed by... No, Friday the 13th, uh, the handstand kill is Friday the 13th part three. Is it really? Holy yeah. shit. So he had to, That was so, in 3D? So he has the um, machete in 3. He has the machete in 3. Look, there it is playing right now. Oh, yeah, that's definitely the 3. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's 3D, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's 3. That is uh, Friday the 13th, part 3, so my apologies. Nice. Wow. It's hard to... What Have you got a favourite kill? Because I've said... I think I said on record that I really like the... the I, that's probably my second. The Probably the first favourite is Got to Be The Sleeping Bag. But a close, close contender. See, my, my is, second isn't even the sleeping bag. Is it? Is it him punching the guy's head? Yes, yes. Of it is. It be. because this guy goes for a. Every time I've seen it, and I've seen that scene it loads. It never gets old, and it lands he, in the bin. That punch where he keeps fighting him is always so much longer than I remember. It's not like the guy hits him twice. He keeps going, and he's like, you, he's like, it's like fucking seven rounds. <laughs> like he's exa- like you, yeah. that's not acting that actor is dead he is exhausted <laughs> that is Kane Hodder he has just been punching non-stop for like fucking 20 minutes it feels like and then just bang head punched off in Flies one shot off. lands into a bin of yep. toxic waste liquid nitrogen head punch <laughs> probably the splits and then the mm-hmm. sleeping bag the splits you don't when mean that, that, that yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah what about you favourite kill I fucking love the head punch. I love the head punch so much. It's um, so good. I, I mean, I love, I love the harpoon shot just because it's so campy. Yeah. But I mean, the, the amount of joy, the amount of joy that we had, just when that face gets frozen and shattered. <laughs> it's we're, so we're good. We're cheering for like ten minutes. <laughs> I, I really like Jason X. It's like a guilty pleasure film. Je- yeah. None of... It's shot like a porno. Other than uh, Jason Goes to Hell, none of these are that bad. Jason Goes to Hell isn't great. But Jason Goes to Hell has him putting a... 
I don't know what the non-offensive s- term is, a small person into a deep fat fryer, <laughs> and then when his wife tries yes. to defend him, Jason punches her jaw into her foot. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and the guy getting that. out of the car, and he slams the door on his head and crushes oh. his head. That is the most violent one. <laughs> yes. Although, Friday the 13th, part 9, which is uh, Friday the 13th, Jason, go- well, it's Jason Goes to Hell, it doesn't even have Friday the 13th yeah. in the title. The opening of that is actually fantastic because that's the one where the where girl's in the house. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's like all set up like it's going to be a typical Friday the 13th. Yeah. And then she's like, action, go! And they all storm the building and it's like some sort of SAS trap to yeah, capture yeah, yeah. him where they then obviously kill him and well, then like, it's like that. And it's Jason just like, X got fucking David Cronenberg in it. Yeah. That was a great <laughs> reveal where he's the, like, they chuck the fucking quilt over him or whatever and then when they pull off it's the other guy and you're like, how did Jason get out? <laughs> yeah. I love yeah, that he's like Houdini. I love that in part eight He's moist the whole time. Yeah, yeah. To so the man, point where he picks up dripping. that fucking boiling hot rock. It's like when he grabs <laughs> it. That part uh, eight where he uh, that that party is. I just can't wrap my. You know, like when um when uh if you've ever been on a film set and it's like a famous set or something like that like if you've done a tour or anything else like that you're like oh it's always so much smaller or like oh the bedroom is actually underneath I, the I bathroom. I saw the Ghostbusters firehouse not that long ago and it's like oh my god it's tiny. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy. In I cannot wrap my head around the layout and mechanics of the party boat that they're on. Because <laughs> there's like a formal dance room, but then there's like a fucking gym in there that uh-huh. they're boxing in, and then there's just slap bang in the middle of it a uh, like sewer system kind of like heavy metal music video <laughs> thing. Then there's like rooms, like state rooms, and so then there's like bedrooms, so everywhere. many bedrooms, like and then like from Deep Rising or something. Yeah, hundred percent. And I just kept thinking, this. I'm even with Jason there. This looks like the best party I, like, I think I've ever seen. It's like a, a fishing ship boat uh-huh. that's been the TARDIS into the Titanic. Yeah, it's just fucking enormous. And although all the characters in, like, I mean, obviously, as, as I said, I really like, um, oh, I forgot, Tommy's character in the final chapter. Mm. There's no other characters that really stand out. Mrs. Voorhees, obviously. But in the Jason Takes Manhattan, the teacher, the head teacher running the trip, is such a knob. Yeah. That by that point, yeah, okay, you're watching Friday for <laughs> Jason. But at that point... It was the first time I remember actively, like, obviously you cheer when he kills, but I remember being like, Jason, I, I don't even want this to be an extravagant death. I just want him dead. I just want to quick... in the, the water thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. In, and they give him an extravagant death, but I'm like, just stab him, leave him there dying to realise I messed up. He's like, he, he, he flirts with a student. He's all creepy. He's that kind of, oh, it's yeah, disgusting. Yeah. He's like... He picks on the only black guy, and I'm pretty sure he does say racist stuff to him. Yeah. And it's just like, you're just a horrible... And every time something goes wrong, his plan makes it ten times worse. He's yeah. the he, he's the equivalent of, to me, almost as bad as the uh, the religious character in The Mist. Oh, where you're just like, just die. Just yeah. die. Just die. Like, I don't have a problem with religion, but that character when she's so crazy and everything else, but that... Yeah, that guy is. I rooted for Jason. (laughs) The start of eight has that guy showing up. They're they're on that boat, and uh, that guy's like trying to scare his girlfriend with a hockey mask. And it's like, if you bring the hockey mask to Crystal Lake, you are dead because Jason's going to get that hockey mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He relies on that. That's part of his business. (laughs) In fact, I think he doesn't kill people sometimes. He's just like waiting around. That's why why he's waiting around for months. He's like, somebody needs to show up with a hockey mask. He's trying to organise like hockey, hockey beats. 
I probably it's so dumb, but my probably favourite moment from all of Friday the Thirteenth is in eight, and it's probably the bit where he kicks the boombox, and those people pull a knife on him, and he lifts his mask. And yeah, they're like Fuck it's this. so good. It's so it's just funny. so ridiculous. But like eight, doesn't it start with when they when they finally when they get to New York, that girl gets dragged off, is Given about to be raped, shoved, filled with heroin, and you're like. Ah, New York. We, we, you, <laughs> you, 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 you went back. to New York this year and that didn't happen to either of no, us. No, but I hear 20 years ago yeah. it was very different. And there's also a fucking guy in a hockey mask walking around. That big guy in the restaurant is just like, yo, fuck this. Walks up to Jason and he just launches him into the mirror. Classic. Wait, yeah. so where were we? we, we so, we, we glossed over. Yes. So, is it is it a new beginning that starts with they go to dig up his grave to make no, sure no, no, he's still that's there? that's Jason Lives. That's Jason Lives. How does New Beginning start? New Beginning is, is, is the mental hospital. We covered it with ah, the... Um, okay, yeah. Where it's the, the killer isn't Jason. Yeah, so, Jason yeah, so, so yeah. Jason Lives has probably the greatest horror movie opening of all time. Yeah. Then not only resurrecting Jason, but it's zooming in on his eye and it becoming a James Bond. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, yes! Just, yes! Because by, by Jason Lives, I think they realised that they had a... Like, they, they tried to do something different in New Beginning and it was just like, no, nah, bring... Yeah, like yeah. the season of The Witch with Halloween. Like, yeah, they're yeah. like, let's try and do something different or not. Let's just go back. Yeah. Yeah. With Jason Lives, they knew they had a comedy. I mean, Christ, you had that paintballing bit where they're like, oh, is that is oh, he on the God. other team? No, he clearly isn't part of your corporate. <laughs> is that, is that in Jason Lynch? As well. yeah. He kills people in such elaborate ways in that. Yes, he does. I mean, as you say, the death starts getting... Actually, no, it's not in that one. It gets toned down. It's New Blood. It gets it's toned New, New Blood is the one where the work prints are mental. Like, when he kills that annoying teacher in that one with the edge trimmer or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Yeah. It's just like, hits him and the guy's like, oh, I'm dead. And then the work print, it's just like, you see all his guts come out. And it's like, <laughs> why did you... Even the um, party thing into the eye was worse. It's what I uh, they yeah. wanted to try. Mm. So like, four and Jason lives at like the highlights. I yeah. would say and Jason I, lives is pure Jason. He's yeah. back from yeah. the dead. And you could skip out New Beginning because it's oh, yeah, obviously yeah. Tommy in Jason lives like going crazy, and it's like ironic because obviously him going there is what brings back Jason. Yeah. And yeah. even though in all the other films he's pretty much seem unstoppable, it's like Jason lives. They then play on the fact that he's supernatural because yeah. he's brought mm-hmm. back literally from the dead. Yeah. In the video and not game, the only he time can teleport. Right? right? Yeah. Because in yeah. the film, he it's not. No, he it's can't not teleport. Officially it, teleport, but no, he, he does just magically appear. He keeps appear. turning up. Yeah, yeah. It's because in yeah. the game you can only walk, you can't run, and obviously the characters yeah, can run, yeah. so they have to give him something to do that. You that was a thing in the remake that annoyed me. He could run in it, and I'm like, Jason doesn't run. He runs in two. Yes, he, he does. Definitely runs in two. Yes, he does. Um, when you're saying about comedy as well, in Jason Lives, when he kills the guy in the. Uh, uh, paintball film by smashing his face into the tree and it's got the smiley face on it and yeah then he, and then he pulls the machete up and then lifts it up and the guy's arm is still attached to it like yeah. jason doesn't know he's now got super strength huh. <laughs> yeah yeah jason lives is great yeah. uh i as you say i enjoy them all new blood for me was the weirdest one so that's it's number fucking seven awesome, though. it's got that great bit when she crushes his head and the hockey mask comes off yeah it, it is but it starts with this like telekinetic girl yeah and it's like oh what? god that yeah. one yeah and it's weird and it's like the psychiatrist knows that jake like it's revealed he knew jason was real and brought her back because he wanted to see what her... she, yeah, she, she was gets her power from her. that lake yeah she gets her power from being around jason or being around the lake so something 
keeping that. her in that traumatic area. Yeah, because he wants to experiment. But it's like really weirdly badly told and it's like... It's and not the mum just goes, no, this is all part of her therapy. She's, oh, okay, okay. She's screaming her head off and she's seen her dead dad. It's all part of the therapy. Oh, okay, okay. And it's only at the end, mum, I found this tape. You've been lying to me. No, I don't think he's actually lied to you once. I think he's been very honest and you've just been gullible enough to think <laughs> that this is good for her. And now you're feeling bad. It's like, you know, okay. It has that the most had... contrived ending or whatever. Like, the, the, the ghost dad. Well, it's <laughs> not as bad as the Takes Manhattan one where apparently there's a sludge, toxic sludge every night in the New it's York. It's how you clean the sewers. <laughs> yeah. You burn it all through with toxic sludge. That's how you get Toxic Avengers. See, eight is where it starts. Eight. Number eight is where it starts going downhill. <laughs> That's a good run. I like Seven. I think Seven's great. It's, got, it's fun. It's, it's got fun. her taking him out with electrics in the... In the um, oh, oh. What did I just break? Uh, nothing much. It's fine. She electrocutes him, uh, well, which is awesome. Well, she, does, she, does she kill him through that? Does she kill him through electricity? Because She kills him by her ghost dad comes out of the water. Yeah, and exactly. And this is, the one, this is the one film that I was watching it where I was like, this could be any other film. If it was like someone trying to pitch a film... And then they said, but if we make it in front of the 13th, we can get a bigger audience. Yeah, 100 so we'll I, I, I completely we'll, we'll, agree we'll, with we'll that. Because no. in Howling 6, they're all about, obviously, all about werewolves. And then in Howling 6, the, the main character who's a werewolf is in a freak show, which also has a vampire. So the film ends with a fight between him and a vampire. And I'm like, okay. Did they so they. Twilight? It's, it's it's years before Twilight, but it, the guy was basically Dracula he was fighting, and I was like, oh, they basically want him to fight Dracula. It's like, they basically want Jason to fight, like, a Carrie or something. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. It feels like it's like, oh, Carrie's popular, and it's shove her in, but I agree. Yeah. I get the impression that it was another film, and they were like... We could bend this, and yeah. then, like, weave it into a Friday the 13th film. Yeah, it's good. It, like, that, that, to be honest with you... It's enjoyable. I, I enjoyed all of them. Even by nine, where it then goes weird as hell, yeah, I still enjoyed them. Nine is mm. just heartbreaking for me. I like the violence is great in it, but the fact that Jason's not really in it, and there's a scene where he talks, which is weird. It it just felt wrong. It's just like, why did you take Jason? If Jason was, if it was just Jason, because like what I like about um, Freddy versus Jason is he basically goes all the way to like Elm Street, and then. He's just gonna be like going. He's just gonna go back to the camp, and then on his straight walk to the camp, he will kill people along the way, which is sort of what you could have done in, in Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah. Like if you take him out of Camp Crystal Lake, he will just go back to Camp Crystal Lake, and like kill people along the way. I don't know why they added the body Appar- jumping thing. Apparently, there was a comic made between Jason Takes Manhattan and Jason Lives where he goes on a rampage to get back to Camp Crystal Lake. Nice. And that's why the FBI go after him, because that's when it then becomes common knowledge, and that's why they set up that SWAT team, because as he gets close, they, that's why they set it up. Apparently, mm. it's not in the films, but it's in like the law of yeah. Jason, I guess, yeah. or whatever. Um, the only thing... So, the only thing with Nine that I really enjoyed... I mean, not the only thing, I enjoyed lots of it, but the bit that was cool was um, in Predator 2, when he gets onto the ship they show the xenomorph skeleton and everyone's like, oh my God, the oh, right. aliens oh, are in this yeah, and everything saying, else. Yeah. And it was just like, oh my God. And in uh, Jason Goes to Hell, there had been no announcement, no nothing. Now, obviously I know this because I've watched them retrospectively. Yeah. But for the really diehard horror fans that would have seen this film as it came out, 
would have seen that he dies, he goes to hell, and Jason's mask is on the ground, and then Freddy's claws come up from the ground, (laughs) does Freddy's laugh, grabs the hockey mask, and pulls it down, and it's like, holy shit! And then the next film, he's in space. (laughs) I I can confirm as well, me and my brother watched this years ago, and uh, I was always the Jason fan. He was he was always the Freddy fan, and I did not know that was coming. When you're a kid and you see that happen, you're like, "What the fuck? We're yeah. finally gonna find out who's better." Exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's, My it's mind was blown great. watching it like this year, having never seen that, even knowing that they meet together. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "Fucking hell, that's a brilliant set." Well, it's we, a cool we, little hit. Me and my brother went to see um, Freddy vs Jason when it came out because we were like, "We have to see this." And we have I to was, settle this. I was sixteen at the time. I feel like. And I remember lying about my age to get in, and the guy knew I was lying, but it was just like, fuck it, just go in anyway. And I was like, fucking yes. Uh, we my... waited years to see this, years to see this. I watched that one, bef- I watched Friday the 13th, hadn't seen any of the others, and then years later, watched Jason versus Freddy before I saw, uh, no, sorry, I'd seen Friday the 13th, saw Jason X, loved Jason X, yeah. and then my mate, uh, Max, had Jason versus Freddy on DVD. And I kept, every time I went around, he was like, oh, should we watch this, should we watch this? He's like, no, it's shit, shit, no, 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 it's shit, shit. And eventually, after years, I remember one point, he was like, all right, fine, we'll put it on. And I remember putting it, and it finished, and he was like, so? And I was like, it was fucking awesome! And he was like, you liked it? I was like, what's not to like? It's fucking great! I wanted a second one! And he was like, oh. But, go skipping across, Jason X... Yes, the CGI is absolutely abysmal. So wait, can can you talk? How how does Jason X begin? Remind me. So Jason X begins with that brilliantly. There's a research station under yeah. Camp Crystal Lake. Uh, yes, and yeah, to, to, to sell area. it, to sell it, they have an open end area with water dripping down, which would be a big fucking deal if you were under the lake. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like, see, we're under a lake, there's dripping water. Actually, that would be the worst thing to have, but okay, military installation. Imagine if you're in we'll the, the Euro Tunnel being like, see, we're under the ocean because yeah, there's water yeah, coming yeah, Exactly, it. yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. So, underground Camp Crystal Lake secret research facility, and Jason's tied up, and it's a doctor basically with a general coming along saying... The only thing we can do is freeze him and hope that there's something like this. And they're like, no, yeah. it's regenerative powers. And they talk about everything they do and they can't Oh, shit, you're right. They do mention yeah. his regenerative powers in Yeah, that they one. talk about trying to kill him constantly and he can't die. Yeah, and he, yeah okay. So oh, they yeah, and then they himself. take him through and they try to freeze him. No, no. What happens is, is they then go into the room yeah. and they take the body down and it's the guard and Jason's in the room and then he goes mental and kills people and she gets him into the cryo freezer she gets that shoves the door but he stabs her through and she's sealed in the room so all the smoke comes out and they both get freezed freezed frozen frozen they both get freezed (laughs) why not uh, uh, Mr. Freezed and then and then the greatest enemy of all time shows up global warming destroys (laughs) the planet which is probably what Jason was just trying to tell everyone all along (laughs) You know, I uh, I know it's shit, but I think it's a good film. I, I just want to. I, I know it's on recording before, and I know that when you watch this with James, that he must have seen the cover. But James revealed 
that he did not know that the scene when Jason becomes a robot. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. And like, because you could look at this and you'll be like, well, I don't know I what's mean, going on over there. I mean, half his face is a robot. <laughs> maybe he got a new shiny mask. Uber Jason. <laughs> Uber Jason. Uber Jason. Yeah, fuck The film's great. They get caught up. They're up in the spaceship. And that has that fantastic bit where they're in the virtual reality game. Oh, yeah. And he's killing them. And they're like, oh, dude, come on. Like, like this, oh, my this arm. Sucks. Oh, this game sucks. And then he kills them for real. <laughs> and then they use it in the, one of the best callbacks ever. Yeah. They set it in Camp Crystal Lake yeah. with the naked girls. Like, it's the sex fantasy. It, yeah, and then it, it cuts back the to him being like, what's going on? And then they get on with the plot line and everything else. And it cuts back and he's just got a sleeping bag with one girl in, beating to death the other girl. And you're just like... And then the famous scene, the robot kicks his ass. One of the worst so, actresses well, he's, of all He's basically time. fighting female T-1000. Yes. Wait, is this post-Alien Resurrection with fucking... Uh... Oh man, what's her name? It's some weird name. Sigourney Weaver. Uh, no, oh, uh, Renona Ryder. Renona. What the fuck's her name in that? It's like the lab or something. Yeah. But I don't know if it's post that or not. But I, she reminded me of her. But like, a, there is a little bit of that. That weird joke where she's got the nipples and they drop off. Yeah. It's just weird that bit. Yeah. I'd never noticed well, until you said she it was basically lit like a, a porno. Fu- yeah, yeah. It's and it's lit Jason and shot X, like X, a porno. X. She, he's fucking, he's created a sex robot. Yeah, yeah. That it, it is, is also a, a, a T one thousand killer. It feels like a very well made student film. Yeah. Um, but you have that fantastic scene where he's on the table and it starts happening, and you know what's going to happen. But and he I comes didn't, out and, and I believed he was dead. Right. Oh I mean, well, would, I believe he's gone. His legs yeah, are gone. I believed he was as dead as Jason can be. He was carved up into pieces. And for Jason in fell space. fell onto the regeneration table. <laughs> and then you see, then you see that sign, like cannot find organic, or like run out of organic matter or something. And it just starts printing metal. I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck. Bulletproof so Jason. Good. But the, the ending is a great reveal as well when he crash lands on that other planet on like yeah. Earth 2. Yeah. Like, yeah. Someone crashed near the lake. Let's go see what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Even the tagline even is evil gets an upgrade. Yeah, exactly. Oh, How did you not know? Well, I guess upgraded it's, to space. It's so good. It's so well done. Um, it's so not well done. It also has the biggest kill count in any of the other Jasons, uh, any of the Friday the 13th I remember films. being annoyed with it because after every brutal murder, like, someone gets... That bit when he throws that guy on that fucking screw and yeah. as he's dying, he's slowly spinning around. <laughs> and it has the line going, how did it hit? He's screwed. Like, they're saying, they're, they just don't give a fuck about their mates that have just died. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and, and also, it's like, we can make a lot of money by selling this guy. How? Is there slavery in yeah. modern? Like, how? It's like, we found some stuff. Everyone gets stuff from Earth. We found a real live woman. Huh, who cares? I can't imagine. That's what? something you would stumble nah, across no, a lot. No, 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 I think no, no, that you're, you're, missing, you're missing the main thing here. Who is that weird fucking guy that he talks to? It's <laughs> like, oh, Jason Voorhees. Like that weird fucking well, guy. The, the, Who the, is that? The future people that are like collectors. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's, like, he's like, oh, I could, I could use an organic woman. Like, we, we can clone her. We can use her womb. Yeah, it's like they're Why history not? students. He's like, we're going to yeah. make a fortune. And it's like, are you... But I love that, like, Jason is this pop icon even for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like, like, super metal. Wait, you don't mean Jason Voorhees, do you? (laughs) The one who took Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He took it by storm, remember, (laughs) when he was there for five minutes. (laughs) 
No, fan. Oh no, great, great, and and that ship cr- smashing through the entire space colony where yeah. he basically. And oh then, yeah! Oh my god! That means the kill count's in the thousands. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's the highest kill count. He literally probably kills a fair few hundred thousand. But <laughs> one of the best deaths in that is not even Jason related, which is like one of, as far as I'm aware, one of the only kills that he doesn't directly relate to is in that one where the girl panics when she's in the spaceship and she's like trying to flee away and she's like the fuel lines are still attacked and she's like ah and goes and crashes the ship and blows up it's like that death ain't on jason that's on her and it's cool because as far as i'm aware and i might be wrong i think that's the only time where he spoke right because he was just like bagsy that one yeah yeah (laughs) but i think it's uh it's which one is it i think it's friday the 13th uh, a new beginning where obviously Jason isn't the killer he's not even in that film so yeah. okay all those deaths are on Jason related but he's not in it in all the others every kill is because of Jason whether minus one minus yeah which one one oh yeah of course yeah. minus well, one yeah, minus the original anyone. yeah but um, where it's not a Voorhees yeah, should yeah. I say true yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then in that one it's the is space crash name? which is kind of cool because when you actually think about it there's not many horror films where characters die not at the hands of the killer that's true yeah and so it's kind of cool that like actually don't forget we're still in the real world <laughs> like if you run <laughs> you like, if you smash out of a plain glass window two stories up chance are you can die <laughs> yeah. and it's like, kind of like oh no look they actually did die <laughs> there was uh, something I was watching ages ago talking about Friday the 13th and they were like there are, there are certain rules about if you're going to survive or not and it's like don't do drugs and it shows Jason killing someone it's like don't have premarital sex shows Jason killing someone and it, I can't remember what the other things on the list were but it was like all these things and then one of them was like don't eat a banana on the side of the road <laughs> and there's just a fat girl and then she turns around and Jason <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't remember which one that's in but she doesn't even make I, it to the camp is that in two? Maybe because they're, they're all meeting yeah. up and they're on their way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meet. think yeah, you're right. It is in two. That's they meet the spooky gas attendant. It's like, yeah. oh, don't go. Doesn't he kill until three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's well, the same in guy one, in one. He's in one when he's just standing. He just he waits in their pantry. He's just standing there <laughs> until they open out, and he's like, "You shouldn't be here." Like, what the fuck are you doing? You crazy man. Which in Cabin in the Woods, the callback to that kind of s character is. The harbinger of death. They will know that. It's like <laughs> you're on speakerphone. <laughs> yeah, fucking great. No, I I, I love the Friday the Thirteenth. Do you remember this one? Then? He has not seen that one. I saw that one when it came out. Oh, so you I've, have seen it. I've, I've seen, seen it. it. What well, year does come out? Because I, I saw remember. this at the cinema. What year? So yeah, so then after all the Friday the Thirteenth and the fantastic episode of Jason X, then came the long-awaited Freddy versus Jason. Which. You know there was also a Friday the Thirteenth TV show, which was unrelated. <laughs> but there was a unrelated. If, if you yeah, there's Jason's not in it. There's no Voorhees in sure it. But there is a TV show called Freddy's Nightmares, which has fucking Robert England in it, and is different people dealing with Freddy every episode. That was That's a cool. fucking TV show that existed. Why couldn't cool. they have done a Jason TV show? What was the Friday the Thirteenth TV show about? It was an anthology show like The Twilight Zone. And had nothing to do with Friday the 13th. I think it was maybe Sean S. Cunningham trying to keep money going. Was Friday the 13th a bad luck day before the films were made? Yeah. Yeah. So they just became um, pop culture because of the movies then. They took some standing. Yeah. But like the number 13 has always been unlucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was not Friday the 13th that was unlucky day? No, no. I mean, Friday the 13th was unlucky before. That's where they get the title from. Okay. 
Hang on, let me see what you... I mean, obviously it brought it back into popular culture, like urban legend kind of thing, but I just mm. wondered if that was like... If it was like you say, it's like the... Yeah, yeah if, if they like created the meme of it or not. But, yeah, so... Oh, 2013. So I would have been... Was what? The year, uh, sorry, 2003 was when Freddy vs. Jason came out. I think I left high school 2003. Probably in America. So I would have been... Broaden High School, I went oh, to. Oh. Uh, I think I would have been 16 when I went to see that. And, like, lied. And the guy definitely knew I was lying. Because when he asked me what year I was born, I was like, 1987. I mean, uh, 19... And he was like, just go in. Yeah, I've fucked up with that before. <laughs> my, bro- my brother used to work at a cinema. Um, so he used to get me in. But he um, used to let... If he knew people were clearly underage, he would send them in. And then he would know where they were sat because he would give them their tickets. Yeah. And him and his mates would put on, like, they sent people in to, like, scream. Put on scream masks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking jumped out behind them in the cinema. <laughs> They're dicks. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the, the, the storyline that sets up Jason versus Freddy is actually really clever. I don't... Yeah, that's good. Because it's the... Well, the storyline? So the storyline is, is that... Um, and obviously it has the exposition about it and everything else, but basically, essentially, the parents of what's happened realise what's going on. So they've been drugging the kids. I don't know if this is revealed at the beginning or you soon discover, but basically the kids have been drugged. It's revealed later on, but yeah. they've been drugged, yeah. Yeah, so they don't dream. So that Freddy has lost his powers. Because he only has powers when you think about mm. him and are scared of him. Yeah, and because... We're in the first one, she's like, I'm not scared of you, mate. And he's like, what? Yeah, he literally can't do anything. Yeah, and, Fuck. S- and so there's no the kids aren't dreaming anymore. They're asleep, but they're not dreaming. So he's lost his power. So he brings Jason back to cause chaos, mm. so that they will start having fear again. And then with fear, he gets stronger, and then he can influence the dreams and yada yada yada. But then obviously, what happens is, is when he's then finally able to start killing, there's a girl in the dream, and he's all excited and everything else. And before he goes to kill her, she dies in front of him. And it's because Jason has killed her whilst he's killing everyone else. And then he's like, that one was mine. And then it's that kind of like, they yeah, then yeah. come to fight each other because he's like, Jason's unstoppable. And they have that awesome battle between them. And yeah, there's like the fear of water and everything yeah. is kind of a bit bizarre. I, I love that Freddy disguises himself as Jason's mum. <laughs> yeah. To trick him. And, <laughs> no and there's way. that fucking great bit when like, Freddy's there and Jason just fucking looks at him and he's like, oh mate, you know he's going to go for Freddy now. <laughs> but it's like, even at the very end, um, uh, Jason wins, but he doesn't win because he walks away with the decapitated head yeah. of uh, the Freddy. the decapitate him? I can't remember. Yeah. No, the, the main girl chops his head off. Yeah. The last bit, Jason uh, chops off Freddy's arm and then Freddy shoves that arm Oh no, Jason shoves that on through Freddy. Yeah. And then they both fall into the lake together and then you see a fucking machete walking towards the girl and then raise up and it's Freddy holding the machete with one arm. And yeah. then she gets hold I can't remember how she knocks him down. And then yeah, it basically see walks him away out with holding... a he- the 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 decapitated head of uh Freddy. Yeah. And then Freddy's just winks at the camera because he's yeah, still yeah. alive and that's kind of how it ends. So it's kind of a stalemate, I guess, because they're yeah. both immortal. Yeah. Well tease it up for a sequel that apparently it hasn't happened. The original ending before this happened was that they were gonna get both dragged into hell in a big fight in Camp Crystal Lake. God, if we have awesome. to see 
Freddy and Jason go to hell. Well, I heard that there's... If that's going to be as bad as Jason goes to hell, I don't want to watch it. Because um, the guy that developed uh, Mortal Kombat in Mortal Kombat 10, he had uh, Jason, the Xenomorph, and Leatherface as yeah. playable characters. And then in the new Mortal Kombat Even 11... Man, they screw us. Yeah. Hey, wait. It was in 10... 9 has Freddy. No, 10 has Freddy. and uh, So oh, 9 no. has Jason. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know Freddy was a playable character in any. In any oh, he's comments. a nine then. Okay, he's yeah, a nine. Fred, okay. and it's really annoying because he has two, and it's the Jackie one, not the uh, Robert England one, and he has two fucking claw hands. hands. Well, in the tenth one, you've got those, and then in the new uh, Mortal Kombat Eleven, you've got the T one thousand. You've got apparently Chucky's coming into it, and you've <laughs> got uh, this. But it's all—it's always been kind of hinted at with this DLC, and I—I I, I heard a rumor, which would have been awesome, that the guy developed that created Mortal Kombat. Um, I forgot the name of the company that does it now. I'm uh, Never Realm. Never Realm. Thank you. Um, that they—that they want to make a horror video Just game fighter. Just do it. With I, all I said, the classic I said, characters. So yeah, I haven't invested that. in Mortal Kombat so in years, but I've said to him for fucking years: if you put Ash in it, I'll fucking buy your goddamn mm-hmm. game. And he was in the first DLC pack and they bumped him out and put the Joker in. No. He was 100% in it because they were in the, one of the coming soon trailers it had the chainsaw sound and Ash's name was in the fucking file that someone had leaked. And then he got bumped and they put Joker in it. So I think Ash might be in the second fucking pack. I'm sorry for your loss. But it's annoying because they've put Freddy, Jason and Ash in three separate games. They yeah. won't put them in the same fucking game. But I guess they're waiting to see if the DLC is popular enough to then be like... I'd imagine that would be a nightmare. Say if you had like Ghostface, Michael Myers, Ash, Freddy, Jason... Like, the whoever, whoever. There would be so many companies that would want money from that that you'd just never be able to make it. No. Although that Dead by... Daylight has... It has all of them. It has, yeah, it has really? all of them. It yeah, yeah. in it. Because they sold it as individual DLC. So yeah. like when you buy that character pack, I'm guessing they get a percentage of that not on the game. Oh, that's yeah. a good way to do it. Yeah, yeah. you're right, yeah. Um, so uh, the game has just like no famous characters and then slowly they've brought out all of the famous iconic serial killers and nice. murderers and everything. I Bring think in Jordan. But I just thought like a <laughs> flapping around Mortal Kombat S game with horror characters yeah, that, would be amazing. Would, that, but yeah, iconically as they go, you probably yeah, it would be cool uh, for Michael Myers and Chucky and everything else. But in terms of like the eighties, uh, like even earlier slasher characters, you didn't get really any bigger than Jason versus Freddy. And the fact there's a whole movie with just the yeah. two of them is fucking awesome. I, I know it's not perfect, but also what the fuck were you expecting yeah. <laughs> like it's they not going to be a monster can, that's, no, that's going to be a trashy film yeah like well, Freddy got so campy towards the end there's a bit where in Freddy's Dead he's, he's playing someone like they're a video game and they go into his room and take the controller out of his Freddy's hand and then leave and lock him in the room and Freddy's like you forgot the power glove and now his glove <laughs> is a Nez power glove and he's controlling Amazing. the guy with that <laughs> If you were expecting Shakespeare... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the film ends with a wing to the camera. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like, it knows it's shit. But, yeah, but, it was but that's why I like them, because nine. they're just like, we're just going to have fun. The original Friday the 13th and the original Nightmare on Elm Street are classics. And yeah. then after that, the creators were like... They couldn't. They, they've not done it with The Conjuring. They've not done it with the Saw films because they're still trying to keep that grittiness. And in all fairness, if you started no, making not. those characters... If you've, seen, if you've seen the most recent Saw film... Jigsaw. No, 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 like, I think it was Saw 5 or 6 or 7 or whatever the latest one was before Jigsaw. 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 Before Before Jigsaw, Jigsaw, like the last actual Saw film. It starts off, and it looks like a fucking porno. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's because they've got no money behind them, but it's but it but it's still trying to take itself seriously. Whether these films from pretty much number two, three, four onwards started being like, we're going to have fun with this. Yes. And so this is like one of the last campy kind of films, and you couldn't bring them together and try and do it as a serious movie. And even if you did another one or did a reboot, they would probably be like, let's make a Zack Snyder dark version. It's like, no, it can't be. This film has to be the campy version it is it has to be fun all the way through yeah. and in that regards they fucking nailed it it's not perfect there's some no. things they could have done better but it's a great campy fucking slasher film thing is if, if you look at like most horror films now and if you look at um, like sequels and Saw is a great example the first film great mm. really good story Lee loved it clearly um, a bit of gore and then as they progress through with most of these films you lose any semblance of a story they get shittier and shittier writings. They just try to increase the gore. With this, arguably, they kept the gore the same. It starts off brilliant. They build on that story, at least for the first four, four or five films. Yeah. They're constantly building. Like the, I, whole, the whole Tommy... I know you're trying to say you don't like fantastic. the uh, psychic one, but I like that one. I would argue it only starts going downhill around... Man, Jason takes Manhattan, and clearly all three of us like that one. Well, the biggest like issue it. with Jason that takes Manhattan, which shouldn't have been an issue, but it kept fucking bugging me, is Jason is in a lake in a New Blood, and then somehow gets into a river that then gets him onto the boat that gets him into Manhattan. Yeah, and they and they never explain that. They're just kind of like, oh, it was a lake that leads to that. That's not a lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not <what laughs> like, like, and I was like, and I imagine when they made the movie, someone would have been like, how did he? Sh- it, 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 there's a river then it wasn't a lake that that house was on it was on a river then and it was no 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 but that bugged me for a lot longer than it probably should have it's an amphibious car it's fucking yeah yeah <laughs> he walks he got out of one lake and went into a river but I have no issue I have no issue with the one with the psychic girl my I have one issue with it is that it doesn't feel like a proper Friday the 13th film but it's a good film it's an enjoyable film yeah. it just feels like it was kind of shoehorned in yeah, agree. it's good. It just doesn't fit perfectly. I mean, it is. It is the. I mean, you're like, oh, Jason's come back from the dead. That's acceptable. And then he fights a psychic, and you're like, what? Why is there a fucking psychic in it? I think it's the fact that they put another character in with powers. I guess from? we shouldn't be surprised that if you can have in a in a world where a character can't die, that you can have a character with telekinetic yeah. powers. I mean, he's in the same world as fucking and, Freddy Krueger. Exactly. And, and you can have a world where oh. the girl with telekinetic powers' dad comes up from the lake and drags him down. And he's also in the same world as Evil Dead. Because in fucking Jason Goes to Hell, they go to his mansion, because there's a Voorhees mansion now, and the Necronomicon's in it. I'm going to be honest yes, with you, I have never seen uh, any Evil Deads. Oh. I have only, uh, I've only seen the remake of Evil Dead. Oh. And I what thought it was tonight? the most goriest thing I'd seen, and I, had, I had, did not enjoy it in the slightest. Wait, do you know anything about Evil Dead? Uh, I know about the book I, I know because I've seen the remake so I know it's pretty much like similar to the first one and then I know in the second one they go campy with it and it becomes then there's like the army of darkness but I've never seen any of the evil deads oh my god I see bringing you in for another <laughs> podcast I mean we, I, we I thought we only had an excuse on... to do evil dead too. yeah I thought it was going to be um, we'll do this again next year once we've finally finished all the um Nightmare on Elm Street. I would love to see what you think of the greatest movie ever made, without question, Evil Dead 2. I know you said you're booked out for an entire... <laughs> do you have, do you have to have seen... 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, do you have to have seen Evil three. Dead to the original to to understand Evil, Evil Dead, Dead Two? Evil Dead Two is a light remake of Evil Dead One yeah. because Evil Dead One got banned. Yeah, so they just remade the so, film so and added a bit more comedy. They in the first <laughs> two five minutes of Evil Dead Two. They just go over what happens in the first one. Oh, so you don't need to have condensed. seen the original Evil no. Dead. No, but you, you should. I mean, you should. <laughs> you should. You can link them all together in one like thing, but you don't need to have done that. Okay. okay. Although the first one's still great. I mean, the first one. <laughs> the first one. There's a famous scene where a woman gets raped by a tree in the first one. Yeah, I've heard of it. I, I know all about the lore and everything. Yeah. But the, the, I just I saw the remake. I bought the uh, the, the remake because I was the going through a horror film. Average, bless it. But yeah. but I I'll be honest with you. Those kind of horror films that go that kind of gory, like that kind of like, I, I, there's just something about it. And also, and this no, is I, where I the the yeah. pussy in me is. I've always found the devil haunting possession shit just that kind of like a little bit. I'm not. I, I love the Conjuring. I, I really enjoyed The Exorcist. All those kind of films but they always stick with me longer these I just enjoy they're fun I can turn yeah. off the lights go to bed oh, the other two, ones. two is fun these have malicious deadites though yeah. like, two, they two just like to fuck with you where Ash goes to sit in a chair and it breaks and then the entire room comes to life laughing at him there's a deer head on the wall there's a bin there's some cupboards there's some books laughing at him and he's just like and he just like <laughs> goes insane laughing with him there's a clock in the background going like it's just All right. I, I think evil, you'll enjoy it. Evil Dead Two. <laughs> yeah. Soundtrack's supposed to be really good for Evil Dead Two as well. And uh, the whole, the, it's perfect. It's, there are no flaws in Evil Dead Two. It's right. literally perfect. I appreciate the special effects of that, but those kind of things, I just think this kind of level of oh, horror, maybe even a little bit you're further. You're a film teacher. You you, you yeah. should appreciate. Well, I'm imposing upon you, but it's made by like twenty year olds. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, God I, damn I, it, Mike. Appreciate I, I, I am well aware of how impressive it is. I know it's Sam Raimi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, I know his, his, his ca- career takeoff. I know it's one of those classics I haven't seen. I think it's because of the, the stuff I've heard of Evil Dead. I'm just like, that's just not fun for me. And I don't know if I would. Now, maybe I might appreciate it a bit differently. Yeah. But I just think, personally, on a personal level, this kind of horror, the Friday the 13th, the Screams, the Halloweens, even like the more recent, like the Conjurings that are well-made, all that kind of stuff. The first Saw. Conjuring yeah. is amazing. The first Conjuring is The spectacular. second Conjuring was only good in the Amityville bit, and yeah. then the rest of it's fucking garbage. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. The opening of Annabelle is one of the best openings to a horror oh, film I've ever James, seen. One of the reasons we started doing this is because we watched Annabelle. And we, the bit, when you know when they go up the stairs and find all the pictures that lead to the person getting hit by the car? Yeah. We were all laughing in the cinema because it's like, is that supposed to be scary? That's yeah. funny. <laughs> But the opening of I uh, love, of, I love of, the, um, the opening doll. is brilliant. The, the opening, I because oh, I watched, yeah, and I remember watching it being like, holy, because I saw the Conjuring, fucking loved it, even though I was I, terrified. I, no, I genuinely like think the Conjuring is great. great. It's like, a one of the film. rare good modern horror films. Yeah, the bit with, when they go into the basement and use the microphone and it's all through sound. Yeah, yeah, like, so fucking good. So good, and I, the, when she's walking around and it's flicking all the lights. <laughs> so I watched that and then I watched Annabelle and I the opening of Annabelle started I was like Jesus Christ these are really well made these are really well like really good movies and then it's just absolute crap yeah. all the way yeah. through um, and you know and I bought Annabelle Creation the other day because it was like 50p in a charity shop I was oh, like God. why not give it a go because I was like there's going to be some good it's directed by it. the guy who did what? Lights Out I was honestly heartbroken by kind of Earth Conjuring 2 mainly yeah. because as you know, I'm a big fan of the Enfield Poltergeist. And when mm-hmm. I sat to watch that, being like, they're going to do the Enfield Poltergeist. And as soon as it started, they fucked it up. I was just like, this is awful. Yeah. 
But so I guess Evil Dead for me, I don't know what it is. It's just it was at that period of time where I knew it was like really gross, and I just like I don't get any pleasure from that. The first one's definitely gross. The second one they had to tone it down. Yeah. So like at certain scenes, blood is like green. The third one is a. The first one's a horror film. Yeah. The second one's a horror comedy, and the third one's a slapstick comedy set in medieval times. And then they (laughs) made the Ash versus Evil Dead TV show. Is that any good? Flawless. Which you love, and I still have not seen. You got pissed off because series one and two are on they, Netflix. They had right like, they had like power wash signs opposite, all opposite around where my, James all my work. Opposite where James works, they had the UK premiere of Ash vs Evil Dead, and he knew it and I, didn't tell me. I was like, oh yeah, I saw those signs around. I was like, I, I, I should have mentioned something, but I thought I missed it. I need to pop to the lavatory, but I, Evil Dead two, then I'm in. Cool. I mean, All right. I think that's well, the that's end of this. Yeah, I yeah. mean... Um, or, or do we start talking about the remake of Friday the 13th? Nah. It's not good. No. <laughs> no, we'll gloss over Although, that. Although, the, the worst, like, not of the fun, the most horrific death is in that one. Which death? Which is the one where... So it starts with the guys that are going to Camp Crystal Lake and they're looking for... For like 20 minutes and then the title comes. Yeah. Out. And they're looking for weed because there's yeah. a, a secret weed farm. And they there. find it. And they find it. But as they come back, the two, the girl is in the sleeping bag and he's tied her up above the campfire and she's burning oh, alive. Oh, yeah. It's like, and it was like, this is dark. Like, they've gone, um, like, different. It's not campy or anything else. And that was really... And then it's campy. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because it's like... Um, I'll sit back down. They, they, they want to they <laughs> like, so wake like, you up. So Rob Zombie's remake of Halloween, controversial, I know. I really loved it. I the first one loved great. it. The first one was brilliant. great. And they did it in a very different way. They made Mike Myers scary as shit because they found a guy that he actually is scary as shit because he's mm-hmm. seven foot tall. And I freaking loved it. second one is awful, but yeah. I love the first the one. The first one's really good. And then in the last 20 minutes, it's a really quick remake of the original. Yeah. yeah. But it's a cool, like, kind of like, well, well, we had all this original stuff and then it's like shot for shot, too similar. Yeah. But um, in that, it went darker all the way through. Now, Halloween has always been a bit dark. There's a bit of campiness to it, like when he puts the glasses on the thing and everything else. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's still a bit darker. It's not like fun, like the Friday the 13th and the Nightmare on Elm Streets. The opening of the remake of Friday the 13th, I assumed was going to be like a Rob Zombie Halloween. Like they're going to make this character dark. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't take very long into the film before it then... There's the bit where the girl's like hiding from him in the lake and he stabs her in the head with the machete and then pulls the machete up just to basically reveal her boobs to the camera (laughs) and then dunks her back down. And it's like, how can you have a scene shot like that in this film when you're shot it and filming it like it's a gritty reboot, Mm. kind of like we're going to go dark and the opening is dark, but you've put campy characters in and you've got like the high school douche She's like I'm just looking for my lost sister I don't care about your lost sister I don't care supernatural yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like oh man like it started so good and that death in Friday the 13th I had really high hopes which is probably why I was so disappointed yeah with I remember it being really weird where he takes someone out with an arrow like archery and then later on in the film when they go to his like den he's got archery trophies from where he was really good at archery <laughs> yeah, and like, I'm like uh, I didn't need that like sure like a uh, wrong sure. turn Wrong. Oh man, I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, I haven't seen that in so long that I didn't realise there was like forty of them. Yeah, I know. It's like you catch <laughs> up on them other. Because uh, I, I, I literally only two weeks ago watched Jeepers Creepers two for the first time. Jeepers Creepers one, genuinely, I thought was so fucking good until the monster head wings, and I was like, what? The 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 first that shot where he's throwing the bodies down the thing, yeah, yeah. Just staring at them is genuinely terrifying. The first 
hour of that movie, or maybe like 50 minutes or 45 minutes, is a fantastic kind yeah. of Silence mm. of the Lambs, brilliant film. And then it's so shit. Directed but, by a fucking paedophile. Really? Yeah. Is he convicted before or after? I believe so, yes. Jesus Christ. Huh. Yes. The second one knew what it was. Is that the one on the bus? Yeah, and they had fun with it. And it's yeah. like, cool, I know what I'm getting in for. But it's that same thing of like, there's very few films, maybe Dust Till Dawn, where a film can switch Ooh. halfway through. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably the only film I can think of where the tone changes and you're like, I'm in this. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. This is fucking great. <laughs> this is like watching two movies. This is like although, a double feature. Right. Although Rodriguez, I remember seeing the only Sorry? other thing. Isn't that Rodriguez, not Tarantino? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's written by Tarantino, directed by Rodriguez. Yeah, Tar- okay. and Tar- yeah. Tarantino's. I'd say the only yeah, other yeah, thing yeah. that's similar to that, which Chris dragged me to see Cavern in the Woods, I was like, I'm not going to watch this oh, garbage. And I just that. did not see it coming. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. The, the cabin, in the, scene, cabin in the, the Woods is probably scene, yeah. in like, because I teach film, so like for a living, and so I've got like, you know, all this kind of stuff. Cabin in the Woods is in my top 10. Like it's genuinely, it, it comes at, out of nowhere. It is like, absolutely fantastic. And I know a load of people were like, I hate it. I didn't like it. I was like, Who? from start <laughs> till finish, I thought the film was phenomenal. Yeah, I yeah. just like, it was funny. It was great. It was excellent. I was just like, so well acted, well directed. Yeah. And the guy that's done that film has done like one of my favorite horror films ever. Now he went on to do a film that no one's seen called bad times at the El Royale. <gasps> I watched I that. that. I, watched I that knew that, on that the plane. for the fact that no one's seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that on the plane to and America. And it's so it's good. Amazing. It's, it's a Tarantino film. What? Pre Tarantino getting famous. Now he does five hour long movies well, that yeah, are yeah. good but it they're too like... him but they're good and you're like why is this fucking you spent the last two hours over one day like yeah. fucking come on yeah, the but, El, El, yeah. once upon a time in Hollywood is 45 minutes too long yeah. but it's good but it's like Hateful Eight it's too long it's like what the hell is that whole opening middle sequence about he's a good filmmaker yes of course he is but that Bad Times at the El Royale it feels like an old school Tarantino movie and, it, okay. and when I was like this is fucking brilliant I looked at it I was like Drew Goddard, the same guy that wrote and uh, directed uh, Cabin in the Woods. That guy is one to watch. So, he is fucking brilliant. So I was watching that and I was like, I'm getting Tarantino and I'm getting Coen Brothers. Yeah. I'm like, it really, like, with, with some of the quirky characters and some of the things they do, I'm Have like, you seen it really it? feels no, like. No, I've a, never like, seen it. I've heard it was shit. So I never what? saw it. No, it's, I, no, it's absolutely excellent. And what's really cool in it is a bit like, um, not to the same extent, but uh, did you see Insomnia? Christopher Nolan's Insomnia. No, I never saw it. So Robin Williams plays the serial killer in it. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like 24 hour, uh, 20, uh, 24 12 hour, hour 12 hour photo. 12 hour photo. Yeah, right. Um, and when you get those characters that like are not known for those kind of roles doing, yeah. uh, Chris Hemsworth plays the villain. Chris Hemsworth's it. Yeah. And he plays a really, really good villain because he's uh, like like the good heartthrob actor who turns out can do comedy because Thor yeah, Ragnarok yeah. was fucking brilliant and he's excellent in that. In Insomnia. No, no, no uh, in uh, Bad Times of the Royale. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, Chris Hemsworth is one of those actors that's kind of like stapled in the this. And because he plays a villain, because he is so good looking and charismatic and charming and everything else, when he plays the villain, I was like, holy shit. He, he's in a scene with Jeff Bridges and he out-acts Jeff Bridges. Yeah. He is fucking brilliant in it. And I can't believe not more people have seen it. John Hamm's in it. Like, uh, it's highly recommend. Okay. But it's that kind of esque film. I don't know how we got to this cabin in the woods and everything else. But yeah, cabin in the woods. I knew what it was before I went in. Uh, I I had no idea. Like I'm so happy I didn't know. And yeah. the same, I it's like I wish I could unsee Dust or Dawn and watch that again. Which is so good mm. watching 
stuff with somebody like my girlfriend who's never seen these things. Yeah, like T2. Like, see, see, having to finally be there to see the reaction to Terminator 2. <laughs> uh, I won't name the person on the podcast, but somebody I watched Back to the Future with who didn't know anything about Back to the Future at all. So when they went into the cafe and when Marty goes into the cafe and meets his dad, they're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what's about and to it's happen. Just, we, uh, years ago, Jurassic Park had a new cinema release. And so we went to go see the original Jurassic Park at the cinema. And obviously I've seen that film so many times and I yeah. still love it. It's still great. And I was in the cinema and there was a kid in front of us and I was like, oh, for God's sake, he was like chatting away. When the scene with the dinosaur, like the Stegosaurus, uh, no, the Triceratops on the floor, the kid went, oh, wow. And I was like, this moment alone has been worth the whole ticket. <laughs> to see that wonderment, like to hear it in the yeah. kid. And that kid was then silent and he just kept going. Like I could see him uh, tugging on his dad's arm, being like, oh, and I was like, this is more enjoyable than seeing, like, seeing that. And yeah, that same thing. So Dust Till Dawn would have been a good one, good way through. But going, bringing it all the way back, Friday the 13th for me felt like it was that dark thing and then just went, we're going to yeah. go campy. Yeah. And it was like, really? And none of the characters are likeable or endearing. I couldn't no. give a crap. Even uh, uh, Jared Pilecki from Supernatural, and I used to love Supernatural, he's just this mopey guy. Like, it's cool he finds her and he's kept her alive. Yeah. That was kind of a nice twist. But other than that, it was like, ah, I don't care about anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And so the only character I can go for is Jason, and you've not given him any kind of campy characteristics yeah, until the end. He can run. Yeah, yeah, and he can run, which I didn't mind. Pro Archer. It's Pro like Archer. Uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Like when the remake came out, Zack Snyder's remake of oh, that. I I would love that film if it wasn't called Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> if they'd called that <laughs> anything else, yeah. I would be like, okay, I'm, this I'm a great. big big zombie fan and mm. I've actually been to the original Monville Row uh, mall oh, no and they've way. got outside the store the shots from the film like nice. still outside so outside like a like a Sears or a JC Penney's mm. is a poster of the scene outside that JC Penney's nice. and there's a Monville Row zombie shop I didn't know so we were good. going there my mate took us all it's the way out of the way yes and we went <laughs> in and I was like but you just feel like been there before and then I saw the Monville Mall and I was like holy shit he goes yeah this is the mall and I was like that's fucking amazing <laughs> that's amazing Dawn of the Dead remake comes out and I'm like you can't how are you going to beat a classic opening for Dawn of the Dead remake is so good when that little girl yeah, jumps up and hell. runs I remember I was they like, showed the opening the on Channel 4 the week before the film came out and that's what made me go see the film because I'm not going to see a fucking Dawn of the Dead remake <laughs> and then they showed that opening and I'm like oh I yeah, loved Jesus it. Christ. I absolutely loved it. And, and it's one of the few films since, uh, well, the only film I've seen since really was 22 Jump Street, where they use the credits in a creative way. Because obviously 22 Jump Street has that whole famous like sequel thing. Yeah. In Dawn of the Dead, it's like, it ends. Now you can stop watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you can watch the they credits of the found footage like, of oh. them being like, they're fucked and it was like yeah. that's a really cool way of, I loved Dawn of the Dead the remake and it I was really good. pleasantly surprised and I was happy that they could run so seeing a dark gritty Friday the 13th with a character that could run I was in for it I was, I was you had me hooked with that that sleeping bag and then they just didn't deliver at yeah. all it feels like the guy that wrote it wrote that they went yes we'll make it and then they made up the rest on the spot yeah you know, you even have the character going, I'll just go into the shed by myself. I'll be right back. And it's like, you can't do that since Scream without yeah, making exactly. a reference. To, yeah. 
I'm but, just going to shoot up heroin and fuck this chick in the shed. I'll be right back. I'm just yeah. going to go try out my hockey mask collection. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, hey, look at my precariously balanced machete. And you did have him as like he was a hockey player and that was in there. And that's like, oh, well, I wonder what he's going to get from this. And it's oh just my like... God. It's the... Seeing this at the cinema and that bit when they're at the party... And there's that guy that looks like Jay from Jay and Silent Bob after they leave the party. And he's just, Jason has just slaughtered all those people. And the guy's like, I don't know what happened, but man, that goalie was pissed. I remember yeah. that, that fucking killed me the first time I saw it. Yeah, that is, yeah. So that's what they are. They're, they're, they're fun films that like, you know, yeah, they're campy. They're, you couldn't make it now. It would get slated. It wouldn't do well. It would yeah. just copy something else. It's a... Uh, yeah, and I, I think they will, it will still have a cult following. It's still, as far as I'm aware, has not had a Blu-ray release yet. Not in this country. No, I don't believe. Because I wanted to buy it, else? but no, you can't. I feel like it's in America, yeah. Okay. Uh, my box set, which, as I said, is one of, is right on the top of my horror collection now because it's been signed by Kane Hodder. I got this secondhand on CEX for like yeah. 12 quid. This box set now is worth about 60 or 70 yeah. because they've stopped making the DVDs. I, I had the DVDs all individually and that, they didn't all match up. No. Which was really annoying. Yes, I hate that too. But now I'm like, kind of like, I I've got part one. part one to... might be on Blu-ray. Yes, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't actually. But part the one rest probably of it. isn't. And, and please, it's never going to happen, but please put the fucking violence back into Seven. Like, Jesus Christ, why did you take it edition. Yeah. It feels like a misstep because there's going to be people out there that like Friday the 13th or would be happy to buy it. Like, they did it with Chucky. Yeah, um, yeah they were all out. All the, all, like, the Nightmare on Elm Streets came out almost instantly. Yeah, yeah. I guess the, the main difference is the rights are a bit of a mess. Yeah. yeah. I know that um, the game isn't available anymore and they won't be doing updates because the person who created Jason and Friday the 13th that isn't Sean S. Cunningham is suing him for the rights because he's like, no, it's my fucking character. Huh. Like, you sold it to New Line and, like, you shouldn't have done that. So that's why... That's why there isn't... There hasn't been a sequel to the remake because Paramount... Annoying news is made by fucking uh, Michael Bay as well. Uh, but it's released by Paramount because that's why it's called Friday the 13th. But... New Line owned the rights to Jason. So that's why there hasn't been a sequel. Because I mean, don't want to, it's not valuable for them to do that. It's but, not uh, going to be worth the conversation for them to have, but if they can get Sony and Disney to get Spider Man and the Marvel yeah. system all together, it's not in the realm of possibility, but the difference is you're not talking about a billion dollar franchise. Also, we look yeah, at exactly. the Joker that we were talking about before recording 55 million. You can make a fucking Friday the 13th for less than that. Easily. 100%. And it will make its money back. <laughs> Would it? Would it make its money back in the cinema? Now, if they re-released if Friday the 13th... The thing is, now it it's not... a uh, fucking frozen head smashing it, it would make it back. The thing is, now films can't make it back with DVD sales. Because now, if you're lucky, it's going to go to a streaming service and then it might get watched. Yeah. Yeah. So the only thing that you may possibly get is, and I feel like we're going to get reach that bubble, but stranger things and a few other things have brought the eighties in American horror stories now jumped on that bandwagon. Everything's going eighties neon, all that kind of look is maybe they'll start looking at eighties products because if Netflix made a, so Jason, Mike Myers, but then Mike Myers, Halloween did really, really well. Halloween's done the thing that films like have been doing. I I don't think Brian Singer was the first one to do it with Superman Returns, but 
let's do a sequel to the good one and forget all the bad ones happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. Uh, the new Terminator that's just come oh, out. Yeah. Dark and and the Terminator before, before that did that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They all keep doing it. They all just keep going, let's just skip over three. <laughs> um, <laughs> the poor director of that just must be like, well, well. Um, but the... Please do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think he will because like the, too many of these films that like, they tried doing reboots, it probably won't be long. There'll probably be an, an announcement of a reboot from one of these, and yeah, I'll go see it. But yeah. I, I imagine, as you say, it will be they'll do something smart with it, like because Halloween's done well and it made more money than they're expecting. Mm. Jamie Lee Curtis has signed up for another two. And as you said, there's tons of tons of eighties yeah like, style style shows coming. Child's out Play out. just had a remake. I didn't see it, but I heard it. Well, like he's got Bluetooth, so he can connect to shit. I was like, that could yeah, be kind of cool. They've got rid of the mystical element and made it Bluetooth. And they also replaced Brad Dorf, and I'm like, you can't replace Brad Dorf. And they're like, but no. we got Mark Hamill, and I'm like, oh, okay. okay. I mean, <laughs> if you were gonna replace him, yeah, right. <laughs> but no, I yeah, I actually Child's Play was a film I hadn't seen for very, I hadn't seen before, and I watched that. Uh, I got the. I random saw it in like a car boot sale, the, the limited edition Steelbook Blu-ray, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll get it!" Just yeah, get it yeah. that limited edition one, and I watched it, and holy shit, it's a good film. Yeah, it's mm. a really good. Wait, film. have you seen two or three? I've seen all of them now. Um, uh, I love that in three he replaces uh, paintball guns with real guns, <laughs> and no one notices. <laughs> um, I love the last one where it's like they reference each other, and you've got. The uh, the bride of Chucky, no, the the one after the seed of Chucky, where yeah. you've got the character playing herself trying to get into the film which she's in, where she's also doing the voice of the. Day. It's like it's like layers and layers. It's like a fucking Matrix kind of shit with this. Uh, but they, the Matrix is coming back. Yeah. They're doing that, so maybe it won't be long. Friday the Thirteenth probably is going to be a nightmare. But if they find a way of splitting the rights, they think they make some money. Here's hoping. Here is hoping. Fingers crossed, James. Listen, get get sound of this. Well, in a sec, I guess the God next time, no, next time we're all back together, we'll either be Evil Dead, or we'll do um, all of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. I, I mean, we'll probably do Evil Dead too before that. Exactly. I want to yeah, see. I want to be there. Be there to watch well, him. I think maybe what we do is we watch Evil Dead two and then we record one straight afterwards. Yeah. Next thing we're doing is my recommendation, which is Dead and Buried. Which you had to check with me because you had forgotten it. Because I've no idea. I'm <laughs> honestly how when I listen back to these, I don't know how the stuff I talked about, which is. Yeah. Confusing. Do you remember when you were going to suggest that we do zombie flesh eaters? I had showed you that on this show. Every time I suggest a film, <laughs> I check it first. I check through the backlog and I'm like, oh no, already done the Beyond or something. <laughs> anyway, that'll be next time on Sodas Filth. <laughs>